You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. <laughs> it's your boy Jordan with... Hey guys, it's Michael. And if you can hear the enthusiasm <laughs> in our voice, it's because we enjoyed... Guess what's back? <laughs> back again. CW's <laughs> back. <laughs> Don't tell a friend. <laughs> Especially yeah. if they watch the first seasons of like Arrow and Flash. I was yep. like, you saw that guy, the guy and his, the gay guy that got robbed. He's like, hide your kids, hide your wife. Oh yeah, t- uh, Antoine Dotson. Yeah, him. That's hide how I feel kids, about hide your wife. CW. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife, because CW's back. <laughs> it's raping everybody out here with the terrible fucking episodes. All right, but let's not start negative, Michael. We, we, we should go into this positively, all right? Because not only do we have some CW stuff to talk about, all the season premieres except for Arrow. We also have Gemini Man. Yeah. <laughs> Gemini I'm man. the Libra Man. That's uh, something to get excited about. I'm the Pisces Man. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 hurt my delicate Pisces emotions, okay? <laughs> I don't even know. I think Libra's balance. Yeah, I know it's the scale, but yeah. that's all I know. Well, you're a terrible Libra then. <laughs> Why would you even rub it if you don't even know what it's about? <laughs> I am I'm a Libra. Oh, okay. I'm a Libra. A Libra. Yeah. Well, Pisces are a super emotional fishes because we're like water. But whatever. You see how we're getting off topic already? Because we don't. We really don't want to be here. <laughs> like we don't really want to talk about this stuff. But we're here for the people. I want to be here because I live here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know something we do have to talk about that we might enjoy: trailer talk, news of the week, and Doctor Stone. At least Doctor Stone's always been consistent. Forgot about my hero. Oh, yeah. And you're clearly wearing the, sh- the, the yeah, hoodie. Yeah, I'm wearing a My Hero Academia hoodie, but yet I forgot about the recap episode. How dare, how dare you? <laughs> but why is that, Michael? There's a story for that. We'll get into it when I we get to say, My I Hero. I don't know. I don't know what the story You're looking at me like I know. <sighs> no, you don't know, but it, it ties into a couple of things that we have to talk about this week, um, including, well, I guess we're not going to be talking about it, but Raising Dion. We were talking about before the podcast, because uh, after your impressions last week, I did watch the beginning uh, at least half of the first episode, but I didn't finish the first episode because my girlfriend wasn't enjoying it. Um, and that ties directly into some things uh, that we're going to get into with My Hero Academia talk. She never seen My Hero Academia. She didn't enjoy it. Oh, no, she loves My Hero Academia. Oh, okay. But it's it's how she chooses to watch it that is my problem. We'll get into it. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? Stay tuned after the yeah. commercial break. Did My Academia break me and my girlfriend up? Stay tuned to find out. Before we get into it, she watch it. She wants to watch it with her ass in your face. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> that's that's enjoyable for everyone. Wait, well, you can't pay attention. Be, never mind. <laughs> but uh, before we get into all that, we have iTunes reviews. Our first iTunes review comes from our old pal, Young J. Gene. He's uh, doing, I guess, weekly reviews now. 
The long-awaited returns. Five-star review. Hello, Blur Vision. Uh, I hope you've both had a good week. This past week has shown me that this junior year of high school isn't going to be easy. I mean, remember, remember junior yeah, year of high like school? Junior year, jeez. Oh, man. Takes <laughs> us back. So long ago. Yeah. I was I was a junior in 9-11. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't date us like that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean... When you say us, I'm like th- three years older than you. I mean, still. <laughs> we're still in the ballpark of the same range. But... uh I guess it makes sense. His name is Young J. Gene. Terrible. I'm old. Yeah, we are old. But, hey, man, keep your head up, Gene, because these are the b- I know you might not feel like that when you're in it, but honestly, high school and even early college, I would say, are the best years of your life. I would life. say college more than high school. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's something about no responsibilities even in high school. Even when you had hard days. Looking back on it, it's like, man, life was easy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, I had a test one day, two more after that, and one this coming Monday. But thankfully, like a symbol of hope, My Hero Academia Season 4 premiered this Saturday. Well, I'll study for those PSATs, too. Oh, yeah. Those are fun. Uh, it was a recap episode, but the way it was done was really entertaining. Like me, I know that both of you are more than excited for its return. Probably not as much uh, for The Flash, though. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> Uh, as with many animes, I'm sure there are many secrets hidden in My Hero's intro and outro. From what they show us, what do you think will happen this season? That is all for this week. Stay nerdy, my blurdies, and go beyond plus ultra. He's got a PS, but let's stop there. Just want to comment on his uh, his question. I would say we should save. You want to save that? Yeah, till we actually talk about it. Okay, so are you going to remember this time? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so he's asking about the intro and if we can, you know, if we see anything or have any ideas about what we think this season might be about based on the intro and outro alone. The outro for sure. The intro, we'll get into it when we talk about it. I've got some... Uh, Did I watch the outro? Uh, it's all about that little girl with the horn. Oh, yeah, the little girl. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we'll have an interesting discussion about the intro especially because I've got some words about it. Um, P.S. Talking is, about the song or the animation? Uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> P.S. In Endgame, Iron Man swiped all the Infinity Stones off of Thanos' gauntlet. Why didn't he just do that back in Infinity War when they were all restraining Thanos? Uh, Wait, he what? He says, in Endgame, in Iron Man swiped all the oh, Infinity Stones. Oh, because he didn't have the gauntlet. He didn't have the gauntlet. Yeah. So he would have taken him off his gauntlet and died instantly. Yeah. <laughs> he would explode it from the power stone and shit. He specifically made the gauntlet to be able to take the power of the infinity stones and absorb the whatever. Yeah. He didn't have I've got to assume he didn't like, because he did it so fast. It can't be a thing where he, like, he picked them off the gauntlet. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's got to be like a magnetism kind of thing on his gauntlet that took them off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they wouldn't have needed to struggle taking the gauntlet off of him and Star-Lord could attack him without dooming the universe. I mean, it's funny. You're, you're right about that. But yeah, I think it's because he didn't have the other gauntlet to put the stones on. Mm-hmm. So the idea at that point was just take the gauntlet. Yeah, that gauntlet had. was specifically made for the stones. Yeah. My question is more, nobody was strong enough to rip that thing off that fast? Like, come on, man. You got Spider-Man there, Doctor Strange. Like, do the thing that Doctor Strange did with the freaking well, the other guy's like, arm. I mean, great. You could go about a whole, a, a bunch of like diatribes about yeah. Infinity War. Like, right. Thor never cut his arm off. That's why we have that. Or Doctor Strange never did the same thing with the other guy where Juan, he jumped through the portal and his arm got chopped off. That's what I'm saying. Do that with Strange. But they have that clause in Infinity Game that is so genius as a writer. (laughs) The, uh, what what did a pitch meeting guy call it? He called it the, uh, the, the shut the hell up everyone event or thing. But basically when he says, we only win in one way. 
That means every other way that we might think of, somehow they still lose. So it's, it's like, <laughs> shut the hell up, everyone. But it's like, okay, how do you lose if you cut his arm off? How does that, uh, what? Does it like return back to him like fucking? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> they only win one way. And we saw that way. The rat. <laughs> that rat saved the okay. universe. Um, let's see. And our other iTunes review comes from Ramen Hibachi. Man, his, man, his name made me hungry just now. <laughs> Uh, Primal and Vinland Saga. Five-star review. Hey, Primal. Are, yeah, Primal. I don't know what that is. Uh, hey, are you guys going to review Adult Swim's Primal? I don't know what that is. Do you? No. Yeah. Uh, or continue Vinland Saga. I, highly re- I haven't started. <laughs> oh, you still haven't started at all? No, I'm not mm. interested. Are you, is this, is it, I mean, based on your review, it, you didn't really give it glowing reviews. So. It, it was getting better where I stopped, but it was definitely, it felt like a saga. It felt like a slow burn in the beginning because you're following the main protagonist when he's a little kid. And even though in the intro, you see he's an adult. So I guess eventually, oh, I mean, fucking shut up because his next line is exactly that. I highly recommend Primal. It's Gindi Tartovsky. Tartakovsky's best work and Vinland Saga's story picks up when the protagonist grows up. So, there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what Primal is, so I guess maybe we'll check it out. I don't, I don't even know who Gindi Tartakovsky is. Do you? Ah, we're uncultured. <laughs> the person I made Primal. Yeah. But I don't know who that is. No. He says it like it's somebody's uh, main other his, things. Yeah, it's his best work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love all his work. Yeah, all his work is great. <laughs> all right. Well, before we get into topics of the week, let's just jump right into emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to well. Uh, first email comes from, hey, it's Rory. Uh, off of hiatus, ex hiatus. Oh, God damn it. I think that's another Hunter x Hunter thing. Uh, hey, Blurds, guess who's back? For real this time. I'm on my last class ever, and I suddenly have time to send more reviews. My Hero is back, Food Wars is back, and a whole bunch of Oh, others. shit. I forgot about Food Wars. Yeah, me too. You don't even watch Food Wars. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, man. At least I watched Black Lightning this week. <laughs> Black Liberation. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it rained this week. I saw some lightning, so, and I'm black. So. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all I need. Uh, TTFN, Stay Nerdy My Blurdies, and Go Beyond Plus Ultra, Gang Orca. Do you even know T-T-F-N? what that means? I was just about to ask, do you even know what that means? What is it? Ta-ta for now. Ah. Well, ta-ta for now. <laughs> it's Winnie the Pooh. Oh, and they also said in an episode of Buffy. Well, that's why you know it. <laughs> that is actually why I know it. Because <laughs> mm. the first evil was like TTFN. They were like TTFN. What is that? The first evil said that. Yeah, the first evil. Wow, it's not very evil. <laughs> it's very evil because she made because she it appeared as the body of a dead girl. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Next email comes from Diego Bandana. Uh, musicals. Hey, Michael and Jordan. I'm writing this as I'm on a hike listening to the podcast. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting to watch this show or this movie. I'm at this... No, not that. But yeah, I fucking love that musical. Uh, I'm at the Steven Universe where you guys watch the trailer for Future. I'm writing to tell Michael that the movie is a musical. Uh, Excellent music, story, and emotional beats that Steven Universe is known for. If you intend to watch Future, you need to watch the movie first. Really? That's interesting. If you're scared that you're gonna underst- if you're not gonna understand it because you're not caught up, trust me, it explains a lot to the point where you're good if you haven't watched it in a long time. Okay, that's good because I haven't watched Steven Universe in a long time either. I finished binging that like like almost a year ago at this point. Whenever I did the review, I think I finished it. 
Uh, I would love to hear you guys review it, but alas, I know it's only a dream. Nah, man. Don't let your dreams be dreams, Diego. We're totally going to review it. Watch it. Watch it for next week, because I need to watch it, too. It's a. It's like a, probably an hour long. Yeah, but I have no reference to Steve. You, I'm going to watch it. He just, he just said that you don't need to reference. Yeah, but yes, you do. How do you know? You, you didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. He watched it. He he's, knows. He's an adult, and they're probably going to reference some things. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every excuse. You see this guy? Uh, don't be stingy about this, Michael. Wow. It's like he knew. He knew you were going to bullshit. <laughs> That was the next line. Don't put me in a box. You guys don't know me. <laughs> oh, clearly he does. Don't be stingy about this, Michael. Just watch the movie. <laughs> How dare you? It's like he was writing it in real time. That's amazing. <laughs> That's all for now. Stay near me, my blurries, Diego. I think you have to now. Yeah, <laughs> like, now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Next email comes from Xavier Sutton. Our old pal Xavier. Hello, guys. I wanted to say that I've been sharing your podcast on Discord to get more people to listen to you guys. Oh, thanks, man. He's, like, giving us free advertising. Uh, How was Discord? It's, like, a the new chat thing where it's, like, think of, like, AOL I chat. What, I don't know what the kids are doing these yeah, days. Yeah, bro. I feel you. Don't don't even worry about it. I'm in the same boat. I was, like, what the fuck is Discord? But think of, like, like... The new AOL chat room. Which I actually just learned how to fucking put Instagram on dark mode. I hate that for Instagram, though. I like it. It hurts my eyes. It, it's the opposite for me. Really? Because it's all black. So I can look at, like, if I'm first waking up, it's the first thing I look at because the screen's all black. I can, it doesn't I bother me. I like the white. It makes me more alert when I'm browsing. It's racism. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I usually like night modes and, like, most, I even not YouTube, I have a night mode on that. But it's just for Instagram for some reason. I'm just like, uh, I don't like this. There's no night mode for my Instagram. I mean, YouTube. Really? Yeah. There's an option somewhere, because I have it. Uh, let's see. Xavier goes on to say, uh, and there's that, there's that one server that really likes talking about the Arrowverse and Crisis coming up, so I'm going to be posting more episodes in the future. Anyways, I have a theory about Young Justice. Had this theory in my head since they announced season three. You guys probably don't remember because it's been so long, but in the episode where Bart Allen was first introduced, it showed the future, and even though he changed some things, the future is still bad. My theory is that Wally has been into that wait, has been into that future and he will come back into the past and change the future like Bart was trying to do. What do you think? That's all I have. Uh, hope you will have a great week and stay nerdy, my blurdy. I mean, maybe. I just assume I he's think in he's in a Speed Force, yeah. Yeah. That way you can get the cool uh, red and blue suit from... And I'm faster than everybody. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yeah, that's was, the most important thing. It was so whack that he was like the slowest one when Bart showed up. I'm like, really, dude? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to eat snacks to stay fast. Whack. Well, that's a Flash thing. Barry should have to do that too. Yeah, but they only made Wally do that in the show. So it made him seem weaker. Trash. Yeah. I agree. Um, next email comes from Joshua Atkinson. Static Shock. Hey, Blurred. So I have some things to say about Static. If you could choose how Static would return, would you want a continuation of how the last season left off, which I don't remember, uh, or a completely uh, live-action uh, show? What's-his-face? Um, Ebon and the Fire Guy, Hot Streak, they merged. That was the last episode? And I remember uh, that episode. And also, metahumans were losing their powers. Don't, I think the only one that, will, uh, that didn't lose their powers was Static and uh, Gear. Why did they lose their powers? Or Bang Babies. Why? I don't remember. Because it was a cure. They did X-Men 3, basically. Oh. They released it into the air. So why didn't they lose their powers? Because they injected themselves with something. Oh, like an anti-cure? Yeah. Oh. 
to why the Ebon and the Fire Guy merged. I don't remember. I remember them merging, but I don't, I don't remember why. why, but they merged. Oh, that's stupid. Fusion, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, would you want a continuation of the show, or would you want like a complete live action reboot? I'd want a reboot. Maybe not live action, because we've seen. <laughs> Cause I'm like with Black Lightning, The Flash, and I was like, no, give me animated. What does it have to be a, a CW live action show? Well, yeah, if it's if it's not CW, but the first thing I think about is CW. Same. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's the only alternative? The DC Universe app, and we've seen how that goes. They get really dark, really edgy. Well, they're not Doom Patrol. I mean, still, it's kind of dark. Well, yeah, and like, it's funny, but it's still dark. Uh, yeah, I think I would. I think it's been too long to, to continue that show. You can keep, if you want to make it animated and keep the continuity, you could do that, but it'd have to be a soft reboot at least where you have to be reintroduced into the world. You can't just start like, oh yeah, right from the events of the last yeah, episode. Plus the Ebon and uh, Hot Streak merger. I don't, I don't want that to be permanent either. Yeah, I don't want that to be That's permanent. That's stupid. It's stupid. Very yeah. stupid. Honestly, I think a live action reboot would be better, but it had to be good. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Uh, two, personally, I believe it should and just... And of course, with the reboot... It'd be in 2019, you could actually make Gear gay. Like they wanted him to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that why he had that little earring in his ear? That was part of it. Really? Yeah. Wow. But, uh, of course, it's like 2004. The network was like, no. Because in, <laughs> nope. com- in the comic, he's gay. Oh. In the original comic. He's just not, he's not Gear, but he's Richie. Oh, there's no Gear in the comic? No, there's no Gear the in the show. comic. That was only for the show. Mm. And Static was a little homophobic at first. I mean, that's kind of interesting, especially since they're, they're friends. That makes an interesting dynamic, because he has to kind of get over it, because he's like, yeah, hey, he's my best to, friend. He yeah, has to get over it. Yeah. yeah, and it's also a thing within the black community anyway, so I like that. Uh, let's see, two. Personally, I believe it should just continue from the, where the cartoon left off. It was live action. They would try to add a lot of political and engendered things in it. I guess he meant, I guess he meant gender, and gender things in it. Like they do now with Arrow, Flash, and Batgirl. And yeah, you're probably right. Especially based on Batwoman's first two episodes. Um, speaking of Batgirl, were you able to watch the first episode? I mean, Batwoman. Get that right. Don't be sexist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I was 20 minutes in and honestly tried to give it a try, but I just couldn't make it through it. Doesn't look like any of the other CW shows. It looks cheaper. Really? No, I don't think that. I was going to say it looked... I felt like the, the cinematography was better, especially yeah. with that first episode. Yeah. But I feel like they always put their money in the pilots. Like, they try to make the pilot, like, as good as possible. The pilot and season finale. Yeah. But then the rest of it is like... Me. Is the drop-off in the news? Drop-off or what? I guess not. Apparently, there was a ratings drop-off between episodes one and two. Oh, because like I was one. like, I know I got the uh, news rating for the first episode. But I didn't, I didn't see anything about the second episode. Yeah, it was like a 40% but, drop off or yeah, something. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next email. DC Titans from Snake Bob. My God, Titans has gotten better. The newest episode was about Superboy and was perfect vision. Even though they don't show Lex Luthor, Superman, Superboy, they show the fact that he was cloned from these two different DNAs. Is any of the memories from both... I am confused by this sentence. Is any of memories from both of them, and through his personalities and actions, you can see the life of Lex Luthor, and also the kind ship, what the kind ship of Superman, and their version of Deathstroke has to be the best live action version ever. His mannerisms and everything is just right. I mean, I will go back. I'm, 
I am going to watch Titans at a certain point. Like, I've seen the season premiere of episode two, so I've at least gotten that. Jordan didn't see it. I watched part of it. Mm. <laughs> kind of like Raising Dion. Got like halfway in. And Is it because your girlfriend, you watch it with your girlfriend again? No, or? that one I was just half paying. I was like doing cosplay stuff, so I was half paying attention. But I saw all terrible Trigon looks and, <laughs> and all that stuff. Look like a busted Hellboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was terrible. Hellboy on crack. Yeah. Like, don't, just don't bother. <laughs> like, just, just, just why? Why even bother with that? Like, when he was walking out of the house. Yeah, I, I was, was oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> mm. Next email. Um, hey, we got a lot of emails this week. I think we have three more, including this one. Uh, from Good, that gives me time to organize this news. <laughs> wow. From Britt L. Leach, hyped. I was so hyped for your episode last week. One because I had just, uh, I had just back from what? I had just come back from Famu, homecoming. Fam, wait a minute! Don't disrespect my college. Famu. Famu. Oh, is that? Oh, oh, what is that? My university, Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. Oh, okay. S N Mike, you missed a good one. Okay, so there you go. How dare you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Shamu, Shamu, Famu. I don't know. Freshman class of '99 held it down though. Two, because I always listen to your podcast on my morning bike ride and then upload it as soon as I hit the pedal on Tuesday. So I was going hard. I'm holding my own. I feel like Bane. I'm breaking your bones. Well, can't thank us for that. That's all, Trav. Uh, Trav Re Ryan, who's an amazing. And same thing with the. I think the outro last week I used his Batman song because that was Joker, right? Yeah. Also, this is episode 150. Woo! Oh, is it? Woo! Yeah. What an episode to be 150. It's like, oh, Gemini Man, it's a W. <laughs> yeah. Coincidentally, uh-huh. I hit 350 on YouTube. Woo! Woo! So 50. 50, 50, 50. Uh, but anyways, this is really just an appreciation email. I suggest you guys watch Young Justice and you just finished reviewing the season, so thank you. Also, I'm gay. Woo! What? <laughs> All right, well, I'm straight. Woo! No. What? What do you mean, no? <laughs> Come on. Are you, though? <laughs> uh, I'm still looking at that, that trans girl and Supergirl like, mm. That's why I was like, are you, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be brainiac in that situation. Now, what are her powers? I saw her shooting fucking energy beams or whatever. I, was it I, dreams? I thought her powers were dreaming. Like, I don't... Granted, I missed a whole a lot of episodes last season, true, so maybe... True, Yeah, I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I was like, why is everyone, like, see, it seemed like she, fly, she flew, too. I don't know. Oh. That was a weird scene. It was a very weird scene. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, last thing, Joker was dark. Will it get award considerations? Probably. Will it start an incel uprising? Probably. Really? But it has very well done... I mean, it's been out for, like, almost a month. No uprising? Nothing ha- yeah, nothing <laughs> happened. Just... Not even a, a movie theater shooting. No. All just, you know, the, the hoopla of I social like, media. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like that was the media. Yeah. Almost uh, hoping it would happen. Yeah. Oh, more clicks. Yeah. <laughs> they would be right. <laughs> uh, but it was very well done, despite the fact it never should have been made. Uh, but it did show some of my old stomping grounds by the way of Yonkers train station and I think the Yonkers courthouse. Oh, well, that's it. Thanks again. And as far as I'm concerned, you guys are already gone beyond plus ultra. Stay nerdy, yada, 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 lol. Thanks, Britt. Um, let's see, we got two more emails. No, wait, no, 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 I'm wrong. We got one more email uh, from Micah Rosario. Back to school. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Michael. It's finally time. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's finally time for Quirks to Shine. I had finally watched the My Hero Academia 2 Heroes movie. Yeah. If it's a review, don't read it. 
for two heroes. Oh, two heroes. Oh, no, yeah, no, he's, he's said two heroes. Um, we pretty recently, and I gotta say, it gave nice kickback <coughs> to some beloved characters. I was so pumped for the boss fight and was jumping up and down during the battle with a smile on my face. I feel like I actually turned into Midoriya watching All Might in action. Anyways, the fourth season is here and I'm hyped. I'm pretty sure I missed all the chances to be part of the My Hero Academia Family Club thing you guys had going on. Is that still a thing, by the way? I mean, kind of, yeah. Yeah. But if there's any character opening, I'll take it. Jordan, props to you and Power Rangers Unworthy Part 3 coming. Michael, keep up the work. Uh, keep up the good work. Whatever. Oh, wait, no. Keep up the workouts and keep doing you, bro. Uh, the abs will come soon. You gotta eat more ice cream. No! Speaking of which, <laughs> no! <laughs> Speaking of which... What, you got ice cream? Wait a minute. Ice cream! Wow, this guy. <laughs> he really has strawberry ice cream. <laughs> which I need to put in the freezer, because I feel it. It's melting. I was like, yeah, it's been sitting here the entire time I've been talking. Um, you guys are always awesome, and, and, and oh, you guys are always awesome and entertaining. As usual, stay nerdy, my blurries, because it's time to go beyond plus ultra. Thanks, Michael. A lot of people always say, because this is the first time, like, people, oh, yeah, Jordan, good luck with Power Rangers and all this stuff. Michael, whatever you're doing, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the important thing is they're wishing you well. I know. It just sounds funny. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. You could be in Power Rangers, but you choose not to. So, it's your fault. I don't choose not to. Speaking of, I got shot down by uh, the real voice actor for Zordon. I sent him a request. He does, he does like this thing on Cameo.com where you can like put in requests for like birthday wishes and voice messages. So I sent him like, hey, here's some lines from like, the script for our newest episode of Power Rangers and Worthy. It's a fan film I do, yada, yada. I would mean the world to me if you did this, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> but he was really sweet about it. He actually sent me a message on Facebook saying that like, yeah, just because of legal reasons i don't know if i can you know blah 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 blah. i was like but but power rangers are in fan films all the time but yeah but not him (laughs) yeah it's true so i was like all right i I get you i'm also like how long ago like is he he's still under contract how long is he can't be he only does cons but you know but you know regardless uh it was just it was even sweet to me that he actually reached out personally on facebook to like give me a a reason you know what i mean yeah. He didn't have to even do that. He's just been yeah. like, no. <laughs> but if you guys want, I guess this is kind of a plug for him. If you guys want a, a birthday wish or something from Zordon, he's on Cameo.com and does things for like 20 bucks a booking or something like that. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> Save your laughter, Michael, because we're about to talk about something that was very serious. It's serious business. We're going to be talking about Will Smith and Ang Lee's Gemini Man. Tell me something. Why is it so hard for you to kill this man? I am just a high call living. He knew every move of mine before I made it. Who is he? I think I know why he's as good as you. He is you. 25 years ago, they made you from me. Made a person out of another person. Then you sent me to kill him. He knows what we created. He has to die. And of all the people in the world to come after me, why would he send you? You had your time. It's my time now. 
What was the last movie that you've seen from Ang Lee? I think for me it was the the See, Hulk movie. That's what I'm gonna look like. No, I, you're not. I eat more ice cream. No, <laughs> I'm sure that man never eats ice cream. <laughs> no. Uh, the last movie I saw from Ang Lee. Yeah, I can't remember. I think the, I think for me it was Hulk. Brokeback Mountain. Was that that was before Hulk though? I've never seen his version of Hulk. You never seen the 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 Hulk with um no. Eric, Eric, Nor- Eric no, Eric not Banner? Eric, whatever his name is. Banner? The other Eric. Yeah, is his name Banner or something? David, David, David Banner? Dave, no, Eric Banner. Is, is his name Eric Banner? His real name. Whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? The 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 big baby face Hulk. Before well, whatever Incredible. his name is, I've never seen the 2003 version of Hulk. That's crazy. Really? Why? Because it looks... There you go. There you go. <laughs> Mike's brother <laughs> held this out. No, because it looked fucking stupid. <laughs> it was stupid, but... That's why I've never seen it. <laughs> I still should have seen it. But yeah, so Will Smith in this movie that was supposedly cutting edge, where they use motion capture technology and not even it's not even de aging; it's just a straight up complete CGI motion capture character. Oh yeah, I found I, to make the young Will Smith. I found that out after I saw the movie, and because well, never mind, we're, we're gonna talk, get what's, into what's, it. Yeah, we'll talk. About oh yeah, it. I know, <laughs> I know. I know what you're about to say, but from all the trailers, you would think the your first impression. Every you know, every, we've seen all these Disney movies for like ten years doing this de aging technology. Your first assumption is, oh, they 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 perfected the de aging yeah. for this Will Smith movie. Uh huh. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah Sean. Um, perfected is a strong word. <laughs> Attempted is more like it. More like botched it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, call so, Disney. Where? <laughs> Bro, I don't. Like, is it? Were you just trying to make a statement? Were you trying to? Because I'm like, were, were Disney? Path? Were Disney the first ones to do this? The de aging? Yeah. I don't because the a... first time I ever remember seeing it was Rogue One, and even then, no, like even back... before that, uh, remember Tron Legacy? I didn't see that, but that's. But still, I don't think but that was, even that. That's that was, Disney, but that's Disney. That's true. I think that was actually CGI motion capture too, but de aging was relatively new, and it's not. It's weird. That's not more complex than the CGI motion capture stuff. But it, it, it tends to work better because you have like, you know, a, there's a person there, and a practical person, and you're pulling, like you're doing like basically like CGI surgery in the person's yeah, face. Yeah, taking away like wrinkles and stuff like that. Yeah, in the case of a Captain America in, um, in Endgame where he got old, they had uh, Chris Evans have like old man makeup on and then they use CGI to, to push it even further. That's why it looks a little bit better than the um, Peggy Carter scene in Winter Soldier because in that situation, if you've seen behind the scenes of that, it's just her. Like, it's just her dots on her face, and they de-aged her after the fact. And I think that's interesting, because, like, imagine, like, oh, I'm old Peggy, and it's, like, yeah. just, just this beautiful woman laying there. Like, oh, yeah, she's so old. <laughs> it's great acting. Um, but, yeah. That's why, also, I feel like movies rely too much on CGI as opposed to practical effects. Yeah, the blend of both is always a better yeah, marriage. It's always the better marriage. Yeah. Um... Did I say the, the race and people always right? people always say that in these movie reviews, but yet I don't know. And they always talk about how it's more expensive to do CGI, but then just do fucking hire a makeup artist. Well, all right, let's get into this. I, I don't know if I said this already, but if you don't know what ranges are here on Blurred Vision, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Um. The interesting part about this movie is, did you know about how long it was in development? Like, this is not, this is a script. I think that, it was like 20 years or something? Yeah, a script that was like floating around in Hollywood since the 90s. And even this movie itself has been in the works for like, I don't remember how many years, but a good a good chunk. More than necessary. 
And I think it's because of how complex the motion capture and like Will Smith acting against himself was. And then, not only that, Ang Lee shot this movie in a way that mm. no theater has the technological capability to do, to duplicate. Because so why <laughs> the movie? For those of you that don't know, this movie was shot in 4K. Yeah. And at 120 frames per second. Yes. And there's no movie theater in the whole U.S. that's able to handle that capability. You can either see it in 4K. Or you can see it in 120 frames per second. But have you heard? And also with that, there's only 14 theaters in the entire United States that can even show a movie theater in 120 frames per second. And here's the real kicker. Have you heard about the people that did see it in 120 frames per second? Which theater? I saw it in 120 frames per second. Oh, you did? I went to the Lincoln 13, which is one of the ones. Oh, then you had an awesome experience because apparently it looks even worse because it's... So I'm actually curious to see it in the different, in like the 60 frames per second of a regular regular movie theater. I saw it regular. I saw it in like the the AMC, not AMC. Well, yeah, I figured you didn't didn't go to New York. No. (laughs) No, not for this. Especially when I saw like the early reviews coming out, I'm like, oh no. So I was like, all right. I'm and the reason I did it because I work in New York, so I was like, right there. Yeah. Just go up the street. And to, for people that don't really know technical jargon, like frames per second, what that even means, think about when you see like a movie in like a uh, uh, like a like a Best Buy or something, and playing on a TV screen at 60 frames per second, and usually they look a little off because they, they seem like they're sped up. And yeah, like, it's like this weird soap opera. Most effect. movies shoot in thirty frames per second. Yeah, it gives it in some. To some people, it looks better, but to, I think the majority of people, it looks more unnatural. I think The Hobbit shot in sixty frames per second. Yeah, but sixty frames per second makes movements look unnatural. So think about what one hundred twenty frames per second do. So I'm like, you must have had a crazy experience seeing this film. I will say though, <laughs> that motorcycle scene at one hundred twenty frames per second. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Even that was probably the best part of the movie to me. That was that was the best part. Of and the it's movie. now spoilers. It's in the trailer. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Yeah, I'm like, you shouldn't have gave that away because that was like the best. <laughs> and you would think at that point in the movie, because it happens about halfway in. That it was gonna keep ratcheting up the action from there. I'm like, oh, this is this is where we're starting. Oh boy, it's about to get epic, like Terminator style epic, like Terminator Two Judgment Day style. Nah, <laughs> no, no. There's only one more like. That was the only scene that I was like. There's one more like epic action scene. Not even epic. There's, there's one more like action scene with Will Smith and the young Will Smith. Nah, I hated that scene. Me too. <laughs> but that's what I was gonna say. It's like Especially at the frame rate, uh, it looked like a fucking video game. I didn't see it in that frame rate. Like, and it still looked like a video game. Especially the way he was moving. I was like, is this Thanos beating on Will Smith? Like oh, it looked terrible. They both looked fake. And it's because I think they both were fake. And it's like, why? Alright, we're getting into yeah, we're, getting, <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's do you want to give your non-spoiler thoughts and your ratings, and then we'll jump into spoilers afterwards? Or you want me to go first? How you want to do this? You go first, me go first. What you want to do? You go first. You want always, me to go first? Always go first. Okay. All right. Um, that way I can get organize this news. Oh, my God. You're still doing the news? <laughs> <laughs> this is the most up- 150 episodes in, and we're still not. We don't have the process down yet. It's kind of amazing. No, we don't. <laughs> so there's room for growth of what you're saying. Yes. All right. So here's my take on this movie. Because I, I saw, I didn't watch any reviews, but I at least saw the Rotten Tomatoes Metacritic store, score for this. And it was already at like 30% going in. I didn't even see that. I saw that. And I was like, oh man, no. Because the only, I didn't really have high expectations for this, but I thought the premise was cool. I think it was an interesting premise. And the fact that, you know, we've all grown up with Will Smith. Like, we, we grew up with Fresh Prince. So to see the, the Will Smith we knew as kids 
fighting the current Will Smith just alone, I think is a interesting premise to sell this movie on. And uh, our local theater, uh, the AMC in, in, in Essex Green, they were sold out day one. And it was all black people. So I was like, oh man, maybe this movie's going to be really good. Nah. <laughs> so the 20 million. So the, it's all black okay, people. Okay, so it makes sense now. It's yeah, all, the 20 million is all black people because think about Medea movies. Yeah. They usually make 20 million at the box mm-hmm. office. It's only the black, and it's only the hardcore, Fresh Prince loving black audience. So that's what that 20 million comes from. But I love Will Smith. Like, as, as an actor, I think he has so much charisma. And I think he is the type of actor and one of the few actors that can still carry a movie by himself. And even in this movie, he does carry it. He's he's the centerpiece. He's he's such the centerpiece that the two main characters are both, uh, both him. him huh? yeah. <laughs> and not many actors can pull that off, but he's one of the few that can. So I'm always at least interested when Will Smith is in a movie. Um, but I haven't seen a Will Smith movie that I can say that I thoroughly enjoy since like and how long ago was this? Like I Robot, I Am Legend. Like that was the last era of Will Smith. Movies I think for me it was good. Seven Pounds. Okay, is, Seven Pounds was good, too, but that was, I think it was even before I Robot and I Am Legend, wasn't it? I thought it came out. Did it come I out? I think after? it was before. Oh, wow. if it wasn't before, it was in the same kind of ballpark of like area. It was around the same time. Okay, but like Suicide Squad, Aladdin. But even then, like those weren't Will Smith centered movies. Those were just movies he happened to be in. No, he wasn't. But still. Read the script, bro. <laughs> and I, and I, I think that I was I, literally going to this movie. That was my main. I was telling my girlfriend this because she saw so she she saw it with me, and I was like, I just feel like Will Smith doesn't read the scripts to his movies anymore. He, he makes terrible decisions. Like he turned down the Matrix. Yeah, and he just jumps. I think he's just looking for big blockbuster movies. What other now. movie that he turned down that ended up being a big blockbuster movie? Well, Matrix is the only one I know. It was some other movie. Oh. I don't remember, mm. but yeah. But that being said. I think it was an interesting complaint I had going into Gemini Man because I think the main issue with this film is the script, is the writing, is the story, is the characters. And I'm it's so weird for me to say this as a guy who writes Power Rangers. And by its very nature, Power Rangers is corny. It's got cheesy one-liners. But this is a Hollywood blockbuster multi-million dollar movie, $120 million budget or some shit like that. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, okay. All right. That would be interesting. He probably made that and, even better. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember Django Unchained. They wanted Will Smith. Oh, that would have been good. They wanted Will Smith instead of Jamie Foxx. Oh, well, he fucked up there. And he turned it down. That would have been good for like for him. I think he would like, nailed that movie. But what was I saying? Going to, the, going to this, the script was definitely the weakest part. I, I, I write Power Rangers, but God damn it, a multi-million dollar movie about a, a spy versus spy thriller should not have cheesy one-liners on the level of Power Rangers. There's so I, I can't I can't tell you how weird it is for me to be pulled out of a movie just based on its dialogue. And every like five minutes, me and my girlfriend would turn to each other going like, Do these people feel real to you at all? No, not at <laughs> all. None of the characters felt real in this movie. Like it's one thing when you when an action hero has like a one-liner here and there. But it's almost like everything Will Smith said had to end with some kind of like punchline or witty retort. And like when you do that so often or too often, it comes off as fake. And that's why I felt the main issue of the movie was everybody felt fake. Everyone felt like a cliche. Like nothing felt real. And then when you see young Will Smith. Yeah, I was going to say so much so. <laughs> yeah. Even his 
his younger version wasn't real. <laughs> well, here's the fucked up part. Sometimes it looked great. There Sometimes. Were, there were moments where it looked great. But it, no. There were moments <laughs> when they went, like, did close-ups on his bro, face. Bro, And I was I like, is he having a stroke? Because it like looked like his cheeks were drooping. It, from, the, from the nose up, it would look good. But from the nose down, he was talk. And not all the time. But I feel like 70% of the time, his mouth would move like this. And it was like, what's going on with your lips, bro? <laughs> and like, you, you try and, and get some, it out your head. Somebody next to me articulate, I, I, I went by myself, but somebody who's sitting right next to me articulated the best. He was like, he looks like a chipmunk. That's exactly what he looked <laughs> like in chipmunk. this movie. Yes. Like he's always chewing something. Yes. <laughs> I can see that. It's just, I, and it's like, I, I'm trying to get it out of my head because going into it, you know he's not real. So I'm like, how much of this is because I know he's a fake character that I'm looking for the imperfections? But, but see, I didn't, I didn't know that going in, and I still. Well, no, but even even like you know Nick Fury, same thing. It's like I know it's a it's a uh, a magic. It's a it's an editing you know an effect. It's not really. He doesn't look young, so you know going in, it's not real. Even if it, even if it was de aging, if it was that pulling back you know CGI surgery effect. It still didn't look real. And I'm, I'm trying to, like, while I'm watching it, get it out of my head. I'm like, maybe I'm only looking at his mouth because I know it's not real and I'm looking for the imperfections. But there are so many shots where, like, especially the shots where, it, like, the camera would pan around him. Like, if it's, like, a still, if it's a, a, a still shot just on his face, just looking straight forward at his face, it probably looked the best. The, the scene in the trailer where he's talking to the guy that created him, uh, his quote-unquote father, the white guy. There are shots there that look good when it's straight on, just looking at him, especially when he gets like emotional. And I really feel like they use the reference from um, Fresh Prince where Will Smith cries, Why does he want me, man? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had the same kind of cry face. I'm like, they definitely use that as a reference. Because, like, it, it, but it looked good. The, the teary, like, the watery eyes and stuff. But there were just moments where the camera would pan around, especially. And the, I saw for that scene in particular, that was like Will Smith with the motion capture to make. I guess because they can't do it CGI to make him cry like that. But it was all motion capture. Every scene. Well, no, he I was mean, in, it wasn't like the full CGI. No, no, but every scene, he he acted every single one of those scenes. But then they would go back in and completely replace him with a digital person, which is like, why? Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> it doesn't make sense because especially when you get to the action scenes, and then yeah, what we said, the motorcycle scene was epic. But when you get to that fight and against the trailers between Will Smith and Young Will Smith in that dark. Uh, Catacombs yeah, kind of thing, like John Wick Two. Please tell me, and, oh, please tell me why. Why did I just use a stunt double? It's so it, the scene is already so dark, and you made it dark to hide the bad CGI. Why not? They, just, they didn't hide it that well. No, because it looked terrible. <laughs> but it's like it was so dark that not only did it take away from the fight scene itself because you can't tell what's happening half the time, but if you if you're gonna make it that dark, you could just use a stunt double, and then at any moment that he does show his face. You just replace the face. And it'd be quick, so you wouldn't really notice. But when it's two CGI people fighting, their whole bodies look fake, so everything looked fake. And then because of that, like, speaking of quick, like, because if I was watching it at the high frame rate, it was just, like I said, it looked like fucking, I was watching Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Because I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, Even in the motorcycle scene, how many times did he do, like, a parkour move? And you're like, that's not real. <laughs> Nothing there is real. Because yeah. <laughs> they haven't, like... And again, this movie's been in development so long that maybe this is why, but like, there's no weight to the CGI Will Smith. Like when he would land and do like tumbles and stuff, it just didn't feel like that someone was there. And especially, especially the when end, you get, I was just about oh, to say, oh, 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 especially when you get to the end. I was like, why not? You just 
just use a person. And we can't talk about it because it's a spoiler, but there's a scene where someone's running up like running up like a building, parkour style. And I'm like, that's not parkour. He was fucking Spider-Man. He <laughs> was a ninja. <laughs> I'm like, you can't see his face. There's no reason to not have a real person in this scene. None. He was a real person. <laughs> I was yelling at the movie like, why are you doing this? But yeah, so the story was weak. The characters, the story was just generic as fuck. The characters are one note. They never get to like a real emotional, like you would think a story like this would have some kind of emotional like through line of, you know, getting older and not like, and not liking your past self and, and correcting your mistakes. And like, I don't know. I feel like there's so much poetry just in the premise of when you're fighting your younger self. I mean, and here's the kicker. And I'm, I'm going to wrap it up with this and just give my rating so you can talk. But I didn't think about this. My girlfriend said this. And I was like, that's so fucking true. Logan did this in a million times better. The whole third, second and third act of that movie is about fighting your younger self, fighting your past demons. And that movie, not only did it do it better thematically, not only did it do it better with a better story, better execution, better fight scenes, but at the, but the even the CGI, because that was also saying that they used, a, they used a stunt person's body and replaced the guy's face with Hugh Jackman's. That looked better than this. And this whole movie, its only premise was fighting yourself. But meanwhile, Logan, that wasn't even the main focus. That was just like a, a third act, like, kind of reveal thing. And that was better. No excuses. <laughs> None. <laughs> I wanted to like Gemini, Gemini Man. I wanted, even though I saw the bad rating, I went in going, nah, fuck that. I want what's with that good movie. I wanted it to be good. But even the last shot of the movie, I was like, this is just garbage. This is like, it's like someone didn't care. I know Ang Lee definitely cared. He, he pours all his fucking energy into these movies because he's an artiste. But it's like, it just felt rushed. It felt like a half-assed like, ending to the movie even. Especially with how it looked. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, if, if I have to give it a rating. If the CGI wasn't as bad and then the whole movie wasn't based on that CGI... I feel like this is a like a low passable movie. It's not terrible. Like I, you would think it'd be like a fucking terrible movie. It's not from the way I described it. It's not terrible. It's watchable, but I would never rewatch this again. There's no reason to. There's no, there's not enough movie there to ever need to rewatch it. So if the CGI didn't suck, low passable. But because the CGI is so bad, and your entire movie is based on that, like you gotta get that right. <laughs> I would give this a poor vision. I. Cause you fail at your premise. You fail at the only reason for this movie to exist. That's a good point. Yeah, right? Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's the whole. You sold the movie on this. And I didn't even get into it in my review, but they they act as if you don't know that's what the premise is. It takes so long to even get to that part of the story. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Which they lead with it in the trailer. So that's it's the whole like, point. Why are you hiding this? It's called Gemini, man. <laughs> get to the Gemini. I don't know. But yeah, that's my rating. What, what did you think? But, uh, you brought up uh, Logan, but when I was watching this movie, I was like, this is Looper. And oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Looper did it better with a better story. And then also, they kind of use CGI and making Joseph Gordon-Levin look like Bruce Willis. Was it CGI? That was just practical effects. I think it was probably both. Oh. And not only that, I was also watching this movie. I was like, this is the story of Superboy. If you really oh, think about oh, it, Superman's clone. Yeah, yeah, Superman's clone. He's also can't come from the the villain, quote unquote. Yeah, true, true. Oh my god, 
I'm gonna get into sports. I've had so many, so many issues with the story of this, but yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like, like you mentioned, like this movie had a terrible script. Like it felt like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it felt like this was the first draft of a script, and they just took the first draft and was like, okay, it's good enough. It's green light. Let's make it into a movie. It's like no. You need to work this out. This you need to work this dialogue out, the, the plot. Like, <laughs> especially considering the fact that this is a story that's been done before. What are you adding or what are you telling me that's new that, say, Looper or Logan or any other movie that had a twin that you're fighting didn't tell me before? Like, yeah. every single thing that happened in this movie, I predicted. I was like, okay, this is going to happen with this. This is going to yeah. happen with this. Like, every, every twist, every turn, like, I was like, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And I was right. What twist? There's only one twist at the end, and it's like, obviously. <laughs> like, we're like, I'm like, come on, guys. You don't know what this is about to happen. Not that, but I'm talking about just the fact that... Can I say it? Is what? it going to be a spoiler? What? Maybe spoilers for you guys. If you Trust if me, fig- you won't care. Guys. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but no, anything that you think might happen in this movie ends up happening. But yeah, basically, just the idea that he's fighting his clone at one point, and then, oh, the clone is going to end up on his side once he finds oh, out yeah. the truth. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. Like, you're not doing anything different. Like, what are you adding to this franchise? Like, it honestly feels like... They had the concept for the technology. The technology mm-hmm. overtook the story. Oh yeah, they wanted to showcase the sh- the fact that they're shooting this movie at 120 frames per second, 4K, more than they had an actual story to tell. Almost kind of like Avatar, but at least Avatar, because the novelty of 3D and stuff like mm-hmm. that was so new. That and then also mm-hmm. the Dances with Wolves story storyline is still a good storyline. So yeah. you merge the two of them. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, Avatar is a masterpiece. They didn't really, this. <laughs> they didn't add anything new in terms of the story, but the technology was still good. Yeah, that's the thing. The technology this, in this, the technology in this was like, eh. I don't care what numbers throwing at me. When I see it, I'm like, Ugh, I don't care. <laughs> this looks bad. <laughs> and so, but with that said, though, I like, I, I did enjoy. Like, I think Will Smith, older and grizzled, was even better to watch than the younger version of Will Smith. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I didn't really even believe that the young Will Smith was young Will Smith, just no. because the, his acting didn't change. Like his his no, he was, I'm younger he, voice. He, he just uh, changed the pitch of his voice barely. Yeah, barely. <laughs> it's not even like it changed a lot. I was just like, I don't think it's how you talk when you're that young either, dude. I think like they should have done like some kind of like voice voice effect to make it sound younger, not just like you mean, like it. <laughs> I don't know, but just. Raising your voice like this does that make me younger? <laughs> it, if I it, talk did, it like, did for him. If I talk like this, that means I'm younger, right? Like, no, <laughs> it, it did for him. Bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, like, like I mentioned, the, the 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 motorcycle chase I thought was the best part of the scene, especially with the high frame rate. Like it just like following behind him, it looked it was it shot looked, really well. Yeah, it was shot very well. But I'm like, why didn't you do this for the rest? Of the movie. I feel like they spent all their money on that scene. <laughs> they definitely spent all their money on that scene. Like, think of something like Hobbs and Shaw, how outrageous and over the top that movie was. But at the end of the day, we had we kind of kind of liked it. Yeah. I don't understand why they couldn't do the same thing with it. Granted, I know it's not the same people, but like... But I think it's also because Hobbs and Shaw has a through line of comedy. Like, it's still comedic. It still it doesn't take itself that seriously. This kind of did. Oh, this took itself way too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Especially considering, like... Everybody talked very monotone. Everyone had the same kind of, like, back-and-forth banter. I'm like, everyone talks the same. This doesn't feel real. <laughs> and you didn't really get any semblance of, like you mentioned, any of the characters. Like, who is this girl that's in this movie? Like, why is she important? Why is she uh, there? <laughs> her, her intro scene with him 
where he's like trying to, you know, figure out who she figure is. Figure out who she is, yeah. The whiplash in that scene. I'm like, was this the was this a terrible fucking scene? Like, it, there's a better way to get to this point in the story. When we get in the sports, I'm gonna tell exactly what they should have done. But I was like, what what is this? <laughs> it was stupid. And uh, what was what else was I gonna say? Yeah, like I had no connection to the villain of the story. Like, why? And it's like they're trying to give you this backstory, but it's like, why should I care? Like, again, it just feels like a first draft of a story yeah. that you didn't like. Who edited this movie? Like, that's what I want you to know. Because if you if you edit the person that edited this movie, need to be fired and never work in Hollywood again. The fact that this was greenlit. I mean, the editor's at fault, though. He, he is. He, he only puts together what's already there. <laughs> you can still edit. You, if, usually they say a good a good book or whatever, it all, all lies on the editor. Yeah, it lives or dies in the, in the editing bay. But an editor also can't make miracles. He can't add scenes and stuff. <laughs> well, you need to tell him. No, you can't add scenes, but you can tell him, look, I go back and add this and this or whatever. This doesn't make sense or this doesn't mesh with this. <laughs> like, you could do all, you could do that. Like, fire the editor or, no, fire the screenwriter. Fire everybody, shit. <laughs> it's mostly the screenwriter. Whoever wrote this shit was like, yo, you why? Why? <laughs> it was terrible. But like you mentioned, like the movie wasn't I didn't have a terrible time watching the movie. It was somewhat like just the, just based on the fact that I've never seen a movie in 120 frames per second, like that was interesting ish to watch. Mm. So, I would say I would give it a low passable. Okay, so you're about where I was but before the visual effects. <laughs> yeah. So that's your general rating? That's my general rating. Okay. But you convinced me to be like, yeah, yeah, I probably should give it a... <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you fail your own premise. Because like, like, like I said, like, I feel like the, techno- the, that's the idea that's for the, the technology... The poor was, vision yeah. is there. <laughs> the idea for the technology over, so over overtook the idea for the story. And they didn't try to make both work. Like, they didn't say, oh, I got this idea for to push the boundaries of movies. And I got a good story to go with it. Yeah. And did you see Ang Lee's response to, like... it? Because this is a flop. It's like a hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no debating about it. This is a complete flop. It costs a hundred twenty million. One hundred forty. One hundred forty million. And I want, I wanted this movie to be good. Me too. Because you know, it was a Will Smith. I was like, it's been a while since Will Smith has had a movie. Yeah. That made a lot of money. And, and yeah, you could make the argument that Aladdin made a billion dollars. But again, like I mentioned, yes. it wasn't because of Will Smith. It's ensemble. It was because the ensemble. It's the brand. But yeah. What last uh, Will Smith movie I think came out. That he did by himself was like After Earth, and we already know what that did. Oh fuck, I forgot about After Earth. Yeah, yeah Jesus. And then on top Stop of that, Stop pairing yourself with fucking artiste directors. That's in like Shyamalan. Now we got Ang Lee. And then on top of that, this uh. movie's uh, Paramount, and I've mentioned plenty of times before, Paramount is in on the verge of possibly going out of business well. because they don't have a franchise. Well, this is not helping. And this is not helping. So <laughs> I was this saying, might be the kill shot. <laughs> I was saying this year, if if. They need both Gemini Man and Terminator Dark Fate to be hits. Oh, no. And not just hits, but massive hits. Wow. And this movie was a flop. So now all they got, now it's really relying on Terminator Dark Fate. That is not a good thing. To be a massive hit. Bro. Because if this, if Terminator Dark Fate doesn't hit, we're definitely going to be starting to have a conversation of Paramount going out of business. You know what? And that's kind of sad. Do you honestly think Terminator is going to be a hit? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, no, it's not happening. Oh, that's tragic. I mean, I might be surprised, but no. Based on what I see now, I don't see this movie being a hit. Like, even if it's, like, mediocre. Like, you know what I mean? I st- it won't do well. It's got to be amazing. And it's I can't... Ha- no. It, even if it makes a... Pro- no, it has to make, like... Especially now that Gemini Man did so four, bad. Like, $4 billion. <laughs> $4 billion. 
<laughs> it's gotta be like beyond Avatar and Endgame. Beyond <laughs> plus Ultra. Oh my God, they're fucked. <laughs> I mean, if I, whoever's the like the financial guy at Paramount is sweating right now. Yeah, basically. Oh shit! <laughs> Anybody that's working at Paramount right now needs to fill out applications for other studios because it's not looking good. Well, we're fucked. <laughs> All right, so let's get into spoilers. And again, guys, even if you haven't seen this movie, just just listen to the spoilers because you're not gonna care. It's you're not getting any twists. Yeah, and turns what is in this that movie. a spoiler? It's terrible. <laughs> let's that's, start. Let's start with the biggest. Spoiler. Let's start with the biggest twist in this movie. There's a third. There's a Will third Smith. Yeah. Soon as soon as that guy was standing on the roof and all the white, and he was like, "Go get him." I was like, "That's another clone." Yeah. Because like, as soon as we seen him at the parkour and shit, he's wearing the mask. I'm like that wasn't fucking parkour. He was a superhero. He was a fucking superhero. It was a CGI. It's full Captain America. And I was, I was just, like, there's no fucking way. Like I get being young makes you like. I don't care how like young. That. I don't care how young you are. There's no way you're doing that. They, they were trying to do like a juxtaposition between Will Smith being older and the young Will Smith being like the best of the best. But at the same time, they weren't the best of the best because even though. Okay. I did like that line though. What? Oh, he was you, like, clearly you're not the best, dude. That was the only real Will Smith moment in the entire movie. Because I also, me and my girlfriend both love that line. It's the only thing that felt real. Yeah. Everything else felt fake. I'm like, that That was ad-libbed. That was not in the script. Or if it was in the script, he, he completely made that his own. Because, like, I don't know if it was the direction or whatever, but like I was saying, everybody feels flat. Everyone feels like the same character. But, yeah, when you get to the end and you have uh, the third Will Smith reveal, the only thing that I didn't see coming, which I'm like, I don't know if this is a surprise or just so not a surprise that they didn't have anything like they, they just didn't have anything in their back pocket i'm like okay it's gonna be will smith but since this is gonna be the clone that's like without any emotions or any feelings he's gonna be like fucked up looking he's gonna have like like a pale face and a scar no it's just will smith no it's just will smith i was like at least make him look ugly like do something different with him at least it's no, like, it's no. not a clone <laughs> yeah i go whack as fuck but yeah him being the best Tell me why the the villain, who's just a random white dude, who I guess is an army guy too with them, he was getting his ass kicked by him. He was. I'm like, you kicked Will Smith's ass like nothing before, and now this villain's getting, because maybe he's your dad, maybe you're holding back, but bullshit. Take him out. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh. The guy was like, maybe I should clone myself. I'm like, what? Yes, <laughs> you should have. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, clearly you should have. <laughs> I, I don't, the whole premise itself falls apart. Wait, really but even the it. twist on top of that, where Will Smith, where uh, the clone was about to kill him, and Will Smith was like, "No, don't do it." Oh, you don't want so that. stupid! I was again every twist I saw coming. I was yeah. like, "He's gonna take the gun and he's gonna shoot him." But here's the thing: I bet you, just like me and my girlfriend, you had a better idea in your head about how that scene was gonna go down because he was he was like, "No." You don't want those ghosts, trust me. Because the whole thing is like, oh, Will Smith wants to retire from the DIA or wherever it is. Because he's got all these, he's killed too many people and he's, he's being haunted. And he's so cliche that he says lines like, I can't look at myself in the mirror these days. Or, I can't sleep anymore. Like, you know what I mean? It's like fucking, that's like, oh my God. Like, that's so on the nose. There, There's so many better ways you can talk about how you're haunted by your past actions. Yeah. Than, I can't look in the mirror. Bro, that's in fan fictions. Like, like, I've seen it done a million times. Just research PTSD. Yeah. But it gets to the point where he's like, you don't want these ghosts, trust me. Okay, thematically, that works. And he takes the gun from him. And this movie's been so cheesy so far. It's had so many, like, forced one-liners and woody retorts. That was the obvious line there. You don't do it. I'll do it. Right? Like, that's always what... And he takes it and he shoots the guy. But no, just no lines. I'm like, this is where you want to be subtle? <laughs> you want to just shoot him and say nothing about it? Because it's supposed to be a surprise. 
But you can still say, I'll do it and shoot him right there, like, immediately. No, because then that takes away the... Because you're, you're... Again... <laughs> you're supposed to be surprised intent, by that. Yeah, the intention of the director was like, oh, you're going to let him live. You don't want to... Again, the ghost. You don't want to walk away. Like, I get what the director was intending. You were supposed to be shocked at that moment. But it's but not shocking. Yeah, exactly. No one's shocked by that. <laughs> exactly. My point. <laughs> Terrible writing. And then when you really think about it, too, it's not like... Just by... It's like how it went down. And it made me make sense. Hey, man, you shouldn't kill him because then you'll... You'll, you'll hate yourself forever and you'll be you'll, you'll forever have the image of killing your father in your own mind so me who is also you will shoot him right in front of you <laughs> it's like you're still an accomplice to his murder like I don't think that it helps that much like oh but he's also him without s- s- him with more baggage than the other one I didn't pull the trigger so it's okay no, because like the other Will Smith didn't grow up with a father. Granted, it's stupid because he's like, stupid. oh, I want I, I want you to grow up with with a parent and whatever. But it's like, but you don't have a mo-. so the original didn't have a father, but you don't also don't have a mother. So what's the difference? You, either way, you're missing a parent. Yeah. So you're creating the same uh, formula to because you're like, oh, I want to give you all the strengths without the weakness. The weakness was he didn't have a father. Okay, well now you don't have a mother, so it's pretty much creating the same dichotomy. Yeah, it didn't even really make sense by the end when. After everything happens, he ends up just going to college. I'm like, you wouldn't be fucked up. Looking you- terrible. That CGI oh. walking with the college students. It was at its worst in the last scene. It was scene. at its worst. I'm like, bro, you can't, you, you can't end weak like that. You got to at least give me your last impression that it looks good. But it was the worst. And then when they were like standing next to each other, I was like, again, that's why I was like, is he having a stroke? Because it looked like his face was <laughs> melting off. Everybody calm the hell down. I'm going to do me. I'm going to be okay. I'm like, first of all, you should have so much PTSD from your whole life being trained to be a killer and not just thrown back into society. But even beyond that, I'm like, how did you just go from you're a trained assassin to, oh, I'm just a normal kid now. What? Yeah, like real life soldiers can't even do that. Yes. I'm like, this is such bullshit. But let's, let's, let's go backwards a little bit. Because I was talking about before with the introduction of the female character um, and Will Smith, where he finds out that she, just from deduction, that she's got to be someone tra- like tailing him. Because he's such a good spy that he knows that she's someone there sent as like a, 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 a plant just to spy on him after he retired. And that scene was so awkward. He starts off just no finesse, just accusing her of being a spy being a mole or whatever. And she's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm totally not. He's like getting real like in her face to buy it, real aggressive. And then some guy is like, hey, because she's like, she works at like the desk of uh, like a fishing rental place or whatever. Some guy comes up to the front desk and he's like, hey, I need some help. And then she's like, all right, I'm not gonna talk to you anymore because you're being crazy and I'm gonna, I gotta do my job. Then he just flips on a diamond and is like, actually, you know what? That's my fault. I, I'm just really bad at uh, trusting people. Hey, can I take you out sometime? Can I take you out tonight? When are you free? And she's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, you can take me out. I'm like, how unnatural is that? That yeah. made no sense. Even if she wasn't a mole, which she ends up being a mole, of course. But even if she wasn't a mole, that flip. No one's going to agree to that. No. Especially considering what happened. Like, the way he approached, like... Yeah, he was aggressive he as fuck. Yeah, he was aggressive as fuck. Then it's like, oh, yeah, you're really a nice guy. Like, what no. the... Yeah, that's stupid. But then she shows up at the date... And then he, at the date, as soon as he shows up, he reveals that he has like her ID, that he, she know, he knows that she's part of the government. And so her cover's busted. And I'm like, this is where editing comes in. You could have just eliminated that entire scene that of him accusing scene. her. Yes. Yeah. And he's go, hey, you know what? You want to go on a date tonight? And they go on the date. And that's where he reveals that he knows. Why even have that scene? 
It made no sense. I'm like, if you're gonna just reveal it later anyway, that would have been a better reveal to the audience that oh he's on to her. But not having me like, you fucking did it. I know you did it. I didn't do it. Yeah, you yeah, did. You did. <laughs> it's so stupid. Didn't feel real. None of this movie felt real. <laughs> the, the line where after they escape, after like the, the government tries to assassinate them, and they're in the boat, and they're like they're about to like pull off. And before this, we get a weird flashback to him being drowned by his father, I guess, or something. Like he's trying to swim. It's like a, it's like a dream he has, which actually never even came back. Like he has a fear of drowning, but he talks about it again. I guess te- I guess it technically came back when the clone. Yeah, yeah, but with the with the other guy trying to drown. He tells us he tells a story about the villain trying to drown him as a way to train him, which is also stupid. Because like, what if he died? Like he literally drowned and brought him back. It was like now you have no fear because you you faced your fear and you didn't die. I was like, eh, that's not how f- that's not how that works. No, <laughs> I'm more afraid now because I died. <laughs> like like Buffy. Yeah, but he's in the he's in the the boat or whatever, and they're about to, they're about to pull off. And she asks him, like, what are you afraid of? And he's like, drowning. And they drive off. Or like, they pull off in the boat. And I'm like, that is the most self-serious line. Because it has no bearing what they're talking about. They're, they just escaped from, like, being assassinated by these, like, random government agents. And the only, line, the only thing that has to do with anything is that we, the audience, know he just had a dream about drowning. But for her... And the scene just ends there. Well, she knows too because she saw the dream. She's she read she, the script. She read the script. <laughs> she read so she the knows. Script. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's like so, it's like something like that, which is so unnecessarily pretentious. I'm just like, y'all needed to put some like real levity in this, or to not take it so seriously, because it just takes you out of it. But now there's a way you could make this movie or take it seriously, but again, have character, have character, but work the script. Like add more to the plot. Add more background to these characters like give me a reason to care yeah because there was none here's case in point wong i was just about to say the why was wong in this movie just, just to, to die well <laughs> just to be the guy that's like a like a, a, a quick travel guy yeah it's like hey we need to go uh bangladesh or bangkok we can't get there hold on make a call and we're there <laughs> he's basically he was basically uber flights he was he was a plot device and then he dies off screen in the most like, oh, he died. Like I didn't even realize he died. I was at say, first. Well, technically it was on screen, but but like it, the way they killed him with was the bazoo- just with the bazooka. There was no emotion there. No, he was just like, what is his name? I don't he remember. yelled his name, and then all right, moving on. Yeah. Oh no, my best friend, like one of my my war buddies. It's like Thor. Oh, the Warriors Three are dead. Oh, okay, moving on. Yeah, if they had that scene in the movie, at least they didn't address it at all. Yeah. But in here, it's like, yo, you. Bro, just die randomly as fuck, and you just you barely care. And now we're moving on because no time. There's <laughs> no time. I was like, oh my god, everything about this is garbage. <laughs> but that's so garbage that it was like a terrible movie because, like you said, like the the bike scenes. You know what? Oh, this is a great example. Some of the Matrix. That bike scene was cool, but there was it was punctuated by scenes just like that in the second Matrix movie uh, where he fought all those Smiths. There are moments where this is fucking awesome, where it's practical. And then every once in a while, they'll do a really CGI moment. And it's like, oh, I'm completely taken out of this scene now. You know what I'm talking about with The Matrix? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about with The Matrix. I'm trying to think with this movie. With the, with the bike scene. Like, it looked good in moments. But then there are moments where, like, he... Okay, a specific, a specific, a specific moment was when he is trying to kill old Will Smith with the motorcycle. Because he ran out of bullets... So then rather than just like, I don't know, fight him, he's like, I'm just going to keep trying to hit you with my motorcycle. <laughs> like the way he was like 
moving on and off that car, trying to maneuver the bike to hit Will Smith, mm-hmm. it looked so fake. That whole sequence looked faked. It looked weightless. I don't really feel that for that. Really? For that particular. So maybe for, the faster frame rate. Yeah, for the, mo- for the motorcycle scene, I didn't feel that. Okay. Then maybe the, it, it helped. Was for every, it was for everything else that I felt that. Okay, but yeah, so the, not, the catacomb not, scene. Not the motorcycle scene. Well, the catacomb scene. Like, like, that's like I mentioned. Like everything, like it looked like it was just like. Yes. <laughs> super fast. Obviously, you guys didn't see that, but I did like a little punching motion. Yeah. Look, I don't know. It just looked terrible. And I, like, especially with the frame, I was just like. Maybe it's just because I'm not used to watching anything in this frame rate, but I'm like, I just feel like my eyes nope. are killing me. I still want to watch it in a normal frame rate. It looked exactly the same. <laughs> At least I think it did because it looked terrible. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even want to go back and see this movie, but no. like, I, I'm kind of curious to see what it looks like at the lower frame rate. Don't be that curious. <laughs> it doesn't look good. Because <laughs> even I was like, it's too dark. It looks fake. So that's what I was saying. Like, if you're going to choose one or the other, if you're making that dark, then just use the stunt doubles. Why wouldn't you? It would cost so much less money. Like, that's where all the budget is and things like that. It didn't have to be like that. No, we got to make the whole thing with, with this technology. Why? It would look better with stunt doubles. And yeah, and again, going back to that, like, it makes me curious. Like, somebody needs to ask Ang Lee, Ang Lee this question, but why would you make a movie in a way that no theater is capable of handling? Just to say you did? Like, it's one thing to do, like, Avatar. It's, like, the first time we really see in 3D movie. Yeah. Like, every movie theater can handle 3D capabilities, so you got to see it in the way he intended it to be. Yeah. But, like, with this... And it's not like the technology made it look good. Like, if it looked amazing, it'd be one thing. But when it looks worse than the cheaper alternatives to make a movie, like, either de-aging or stunt doubles or anything else, what are you doing? Like, what's the point of this? <laughs> it's a failed experiment, so I gave the poor vision. That's why I said you kind of convinced me to, like... <laughs> You tried and you failed. <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. Um, oh, back to the story. Also, what was the point? I guess maybe because of the frame rate. What? I don't know how that works with slow motion, but like all those moments that they did, almost try to do like bullet time with the Matrix. Oh, when he jumped under the or the the motorcycle wheel went under Will Smith and he jumped like slow. Or even again when they were doing where the guy was shooting like the Gatling gun into the building. Oh yeah, and it was like going through the the convenience store or whatever. Yeah, and, and they cover. did this. Yeah, they did slow motion with them like sliding to dodge the bullets. Because it I was looks like, what was cool, the point? Michael? What was the point of that? Because Will Smith wants to be in the Matrix, <laughs> so they added bullet time. Yeah, well, he didn't want to be in the Matrix. He declined. He's, he's regretting it. Oh, it was such trash. But oh, so the story, and again, the complete failure. Of just watch. Premise. Just watch Looper. Guys, watch or Looper. or the 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 middle to end of Logan. Yeah, or the middle to end of Logan. But I think I think Looper. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Looper, but Looper was more about his older self trying to s- s- kill that little boy to stop the apocalypse, or whatever, to, to to stop his own life tragedies. I feel like Logan's a better comparison, just because it was it's the metaphor. The metaphor is you are literally fighting your past demons. I feel like this has got lost translation from Gemini Man, but that's the idea. Especially before he gets, you realize that young Will Smith was a good guy. Well, wasn't Bruce Willis fighting Joseph Gordon-Levitt? But it wasn't like he was his past demons. He didn't, like, he didn't hate his past self, right? Well, he didn't hate his past self, but he was fighting his past self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, just in terms of, like, with Logan, the entire point of X-24 is that's my, everything I hate about myself or everything I'm trying to get away from now later in life is him. Looper was more just like, I'm trying to kill that kid and you're protecting him. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Um, 
I think a, a big reason why a lot of this story fell flat emotionally, you know, aside from the flat acting and terrible dialogue, they never gave us real insight. And this is, goes back to the That's show, Don't Tell. Pass. Yeah, why didn't they start with Will Smith in the past? With the young, at him being the young Will Smith, being trained by this guy. So we can see the things he went through that he talks about in this movie. Because the things that he talks about with his younger self... Because there's no time. But there is time. There's time enough for him to, to have a, a monologue about it with himself in the car, which I think was one of the better scenes where he's like acting against himself. Yeah. Like, because there was a story there. Telling him about his mother and... Yes. Why would... We, we should have seen that. So then when he talks about it, we have an anchor to it. But the movie starts with him already older. So there's no like... We just take their word for it. Oh yeah, this is what you were like in the past. This is what you used to be like. We don't know that. <laughs> it would have been better if we saw that first. Open the movie with that. Yeah. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah. There's just all, all telling. But, no showing. But uh, going back to what you were saying, what, what, what were you saying about uh, a better ending that you wrote? A better ending? Yeah. You said you and your uh, crystal came up with a better ending. No, not a better ending. That was what I was talking about. Oh. That a better way to execute the story is to have those flashbacks. Like to, to give you some kind of investment in the young Will Smith beyond just, oh, he's your clone. If we actually saw him young as himself, then you would feel more like tied to that that younger character when he shows up. Like, oh shit, that's that's him. He's back. <laughs> but there wasn't. But for the ending, just don't end it. <laughs> don't end it like that. Don't end it. <laughs> like, just don't end it like that. Don't end it with like, oh yeah, I killed my father figure for you. And now everything's great. There's no PS PTSD or nothing, and we're just on college. Everything's fine. <laughs> but also with that, I'm like, where's his financial backing? Like, Enough? you killed your father figure. He was the one that was basically paying your bills, more or less, like raised you. Yeah. And now you're going also going to college. I'm thinking too much about it, but I'm like, no, you're not. Who's, who's paying your college bill, bro? You're not thinking too much about it. You're thinking about it just enough. <laughs> you're a clone. Do you have a social security number? <laughs> well, that's why he gave him that stuff at the end. Yeah, at the end, but he yeah. was already in school. Yeah, how was he already in college? Yeah, how was he already? In- <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's like, uh, are you just hanging out on campus? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> we'll never know. Oh, I was saying that, but uh, about the ending too, where it feels unfinished. Not just like the fact that they look. He looks so fake at the end. But the last shot, do you know where they were in the scene? Because the last shot is just showing like an overview of the campus. But I, I couldn't see where they were like walking in that scene. No. I, me and Crystal, because me and Crystal both do editing, we were like, they didn't film the last scene. And they used like a, just a, a B-roll of the campus yeah, like as a footage drone of the, yeah. to cover it, to cover that last footage they didn't have. I'm like, this feels so rushed, <laughs> and it shouldn't, because it costs so much. It took so long yeah, to make. $140 million. There should be no room for errors. <laughs> no. But I guess you could say the same thing about like Game of Thrones. You're spending $15 million per episode. Why is there a Starbucks cup? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Just weird, man. Oh, wait. Did I ever say what Ang Lee's response was? I don't think I did. No, you didn't. His, res- his response when people were saying, like, oh, well, you know, the critical... Uh, failure. What do you say? Uh, Fuck him. No, he was like, I don't. It's like he didn't understand the accusation of like, you know, this movie's a failure, right? He was like, well, I don't think a movie should be judged by how much it makes. I think it should be judged by its own merits. Tell that to Paramount. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but also, uh, critically, it's doing terrible. So, yeah. <laughs> what merits should be judged by? It's, it's being judged both 
poorly in its its dollar value and also critically. So what what what's your criteria for success? Because <laughs> he thought of it. Yeah, I, I like I made it, so that means it's good. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow, that's how, that shows you how detached some like directors are from like just reality. Like fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the studio green lit it, so that must means it's good to somebody. But not anybody important that matters. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about in this movie? Is there any other scenes or nothing? Even that last battle with Will Smith, the young Will Smith, and the ninja third Superboy clone Will Smith. It felt so randomly rushed. It's like, oh, he's here. Oh, he's kicking ass. Oh, we beat him. (laughs) It was so easy. It was, I mean, they got guns. I mean, yeah, they had guns, but why didn't he have a gun? And also... Why didn't he send that Will Smith to go the, kill the, the older first, Will Smith? Yeah, the first time. Like, why send this Will Smith that has, like, like emotional issues? Because, I mean, he said, in the, he said at the end, like, if you did it, like, this was your, your albatross, basically, around your neck. If you did it, you're free or whatever the case may be. But it's like, but you already got a free one. Like. But even that didn't make sense because this whole thing was going into that battle, he didn't know that it was his clone. Like, that would only make sense if, like, you have to defeat yourself. That way you can yeah, become your true. own man. But he just sent him on a mission. Which is also stupid because it was like the, the whole sequence where Will Smith was like, he looked just like me. Bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I saw my younger even, self. Yeah, it, even the woman was like, did you have a son? Nah. Nah. I know, it's, so, it's so weird. I know he looked just like me. And yeah, he, he sounded look, just he like me. He like he was like really questioning it that much until he actually saw him face to face. But it's like, no, you kind of saw him a little bit already. But it was weird because there's that moment when he sees him through the scope when he's fighting him before the bike scene and he, he, he hesitates. Yeah, he hesitates, but there's no, but then that's it. Yeah. I'm like, so why were you hesitating? Because he was like a younger kid or I thought right there he was like, shit, that's me. Because I'm sorry, even if it was me, if, I'm just going to give an example. If I saw my 18 year old self Wearing sunglasses and a hat, I would. And he spoke to me. I would know that's me. I would be like, "Oh man, he looked and sounded just like me." Like, no, that's me. <laughs> like, come on, that's stupid. I had to do a whole DNA test. It's the it's the it's the Avengers effect. All you gotta do is if you put on a hat and sunglasses. But he spoke to him. Uh, they had that whole back and forth. They speak to Kara all the time. So dumb. <laughs> they don't know she's Supergirl. So dumb. <laughs> all right, let's get out of this because Gemini Man's stupid. We got other stupid things to talk about. <laughs> let's talk about more things that are stupid. Where do you want to go now, bro? Because we got so much DC TV to talk about. We got The Flash. We got, well, I've got Black Lightning, son of a bitch. We've got Supergirl, Batwoman. Oh my God, so much. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Uh, let's do bat. Let's let's do the order that was that they aired. So I don't bat- even know. So Batwoman comes on first, then Supergirl, then that's Sundays, then Flash, then, then Black, Flash Lightning, or, Black Lightning, or is it Black Lightning and Flash? I think it's Black. I think Flash is Tuesdays. Isn't Black Lightning Tuesdays? No, Black Lightning is Mondays. So then Black Lightning and then Flash. Okay. All right. Let's start with Batwoman. Whatever happens, whatever I have to face, it'll be worth it. You have an entire city behind you. Oh my god! Huge fan. Perhaps she needs a little reminder that I'm not playing games. 
skinny, mini, mini, small. You're not Batman. That's the point. I am a woman! Where that theme song was in the trailer. <laughs> no, uh, fuck. What's that? How does that song go again? What? Captain Marvel. Oh, I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl, yeah. <laughs> that very much encapsulates everything that happened in Batwoman episode one. And I was the idiot that watched the first two episodes, unlike Mike. So I've got a little bit more insight into this series, which just means I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> After the first episode, I was like, I don't really like that, but I'm going to try and watch another one. And I was like, nope, definitely confirmed it. Don't like this. <laughs> you you start. Because if I start, I'm going to be viewed as a sexist. So I need you to tell me you if, are. You, <laughs> if you liked it or not. Mm. <laughs> That's a good start. I didn't hate it. Okay. I also didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. But if you were to ask me if I'm interested to watch more, the answer would be no. That's my review, guys. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. Let's get out of here. But yeah, like, why does this show exist? <laughs> it's like Arrow again, but worse. That's what it felt like. I'm like, we already had an Arrow, and it was done way better. Yeah, than like, as episode. I'm watching it, I don't even know what to say, honestly, because as I'm watching this episode, I'm just like, okay... This is a show. This is a show. Yeah. <laughs> especially especially going to the fact that I knew I know that the writers don't even know why Bruce Wayne is gone. Oh, it feels that way too. It definitely feels that it way. It feels that way. Cause just just the idea and then the idea that they even introduced Batman in the beginning and how they're trying to make this connection. Like obviously uh Bruce Wayne and, and, and uh Kate Kane. What the fuck is her name? Kate Kane, yeah. Yeah. They were they're cousins in the comics. Mm-hmm. But just that they had this like forced, but not like this. Yeah, not like this. No, like and this. Robin exists. That was another. Word. It, it didn't seem like there was any other. Wait, Bat Robin. Robin exists. They mentioned Robin in episode two. They did. Oh, yeah, episode two. So oh. I was like, wait. This so is then, where's Robin? Yeah. yeah, it raises so many questions. I'm like, so Batman disappeared. Where Robin go? I don't. Uh, where's Alfred? Where's everybody else? Like, <laughs> yeah, is back is Batgirl in this world? Is Commissioner Gordon in this world? I know. <laughs> and that's, I also think that's a problem if it having this movie or having this show set in Gotham. Why don't I just do a Supergirl route where it takes yeah. place in a whole different city? Yes. So that way you don't have to worry about running into Batman. Yes. Like, I think National City is on like the, in like California or yeah. whatever. Far and enough away that we don't have yeah, to talk Metropolis about Superman. Yeah, Metropolis is on the East Coast. Yeah. So that would make more sense as opposed to having this take place in Gotham. Yeah. Now, you're coming up with this arbitrary reason that broke Bruce Wayne. But there is no reason. It's only oh yeah, not he disappeared. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying he disappeared. Now we need another Bat person in this world. Yeah. It's like not Batgirl, not Robin, not Nightwing. Nope. Somebody who didn't know. That's another thing. I didn't know going into this that it'd be this. I didn't know going into this that she had no connection to Batman. I thought she already knew that Bruce was Batman. You know what I mean? It, it was weird to me that she. Well, had I knew that no from the trailer because they show in the trailer that she didn't know Bruce Wayne was Batman. I thought it was like a flashback or something. I didn't think that no, was going to be think, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be actually I thought that was just pilot. No, it's that's weird to me. So that it's even worse that she just stumbles into the Batcave and is like I'm just going to take this shit. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that, like, that also creates another like it's stupid cuz it's like you're not even that inspired by him cuz no. you didn't even, you just happen to fall into it. It's like 
Oh, this is my cousin's. Oh, it's mine now. Yeah, that's literally what happens. I don't know how these gadgets work. I don't know any of this shit. But yet, somehow, in the same first episode, she can fly with the glider. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> Just because she went through some type of training or nothing. whatever. Oh, yeah, training unrelated to Batman. Yeah, unrelated to Batman in the beginning. She was just training with some random gurus off overseas, but not Batman stuff. She wasn't training with Batman's trainers or anything like that. So she wasn't training to be Batman or anything. No. But then, I think in the second episode, uh, Lucius Fox's son talks to her about like the, the gadgets in the room. And then also, where's Lucius Fox? You got Luke Fox. They didn't talk about that either. Where's Lucius? And then, I don't like what they did. Like, it seems like they could only have one black character in these movies or these TV shows. Oh, yeah. He's Mr. Terrific. He's Mr. This. Terrific again. Yeah, yeah. But that's not Luke Fox. And she throws mad shade at him that I don't, wanna, I don't like. She calls him useless in the second episode. I'm like, bitch, you're useless. Fuck you. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> He's trying to help you. And then all this, oh, like, wait, wait, I was say oh that, the that. suit is literal perfection. Uh, it'll be oh. more perfect when it fits a woman. All the trailers. But why, though? You're a female Bruce Wayne. Why? Why is she a female Bruce Wayne? Yeah, why are you a female Bruce Wayne? I don't see the connection at all, other than the force connection you're making for the story. Doesn't make sense. And then also, is it just me, or does the bat suit have tits on it? Oh, it did. So what the fuck is that? (laughs) It needs to fit a woman. (laughs) No, but before even she put it on, didn't it have, like, it looked like it had... Oh, no, I didn't notice that. It looked like it already had the boob. The boot plates on. Well, they can't afford. They can't afford multiple costumes. Oh man, it was dumb. I'm like, what? It's a CW. And she's got like a knockoff Joker. She's fighting uh, Alice. Yeah, Alice, like Alice in Wonderland. It's like a Mad Hatter Joker combination. The only thing I will say that I did like, I like that they didn't hide this, you know, CW drama of oh, reveal like the the winter finale. It's actually your sister. They kind of played that card in the very first episode. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Usually these types of shows, they like try to hide shit like that till like the end. I see what you're saying, but it's not interesting. I, I'm not, I don't care. Did you care by the end of the first episode? Cause I, in the second episode, they, she actually does confront her about it and they actually do confirm it. Like hundred percent confirm it. Well, they confirmed it, but, but the first episode, well, not 110%. They, they, they try and cast doubt on it in the second episode. Cause their father doesn't want to accept that it's her daughter or whatever, or his daughter. But then by the end of the episode, they 100% confirm it. And it's still like, I don't care. Like, I don't care if you're fighting your your sister who's a knockoff Joker. Like, whoa, so interesting. And that's also another thing. Like, you bring that up. I'm like, okay, so we're in a world where Batman doesn't exist. And this is obviously Gotham. Yeah, or not the, doesn't exist, but you're he's, right. he's missing. Where's the Rogues Gallery? Where, where's, where's Joker? Where's the Riddler? Where's Two-Face? Where's fucking Scarecrow? Where's Killer Croc? Where's Harley Quinn? Like... Yeah, it just seems none like, of this makes sense. <laughs> now it's just that random generic gang. What are they called? Not the crows. That's the other. That's the police force. That's the police force. I don't know what. What are they the, called? I don't know. I don't remember their names. The Wonderlands. I don't know. The Wonderland. It might as well be because it's they're so generic. Generic gang number twenty five. <laughs> like I'm like, oh right, okay, we're doing this. <coughs> but everything just felt so by the numbers. Like nothing had emotional weight. Her coming. Her. It's starting off with her overseas training and then coming back because I want to be part of the crows so I can help defend the city. Like. And then falling like just randomly into the Batcave, going, "No, I'll be Batwoman, so I could fight evil." Yeah, that was like, I'm just like, I don't. There's nothing that connects me to her being Bat. Like, it'd be one thing if she specifically was like, "Okay, my cousin Batman, he's missing. I want. Yeah. I feel like I need to be able to take on this mantle, and because we were so close, I feel like I'm the one that needs to do it." Something to connect you to Batman. It was none of that. It was just the fact that she just happened to 
find the fucking Batcave, which is weird that it was in Wayne Tower and, also really and not easy. under his house. Really easy. And it was very, yeah, it was very easy to get into the Batcave. <laughs> I was like, bro, if this was a secret. <laughs> yeah, like no security or anything like that. And then the fact that Lucius Fox is your security. There's no bio scanners. Like you can't like walk. You just walk into the Batcave. No yeah. problems. Okay, sure. <laughs> like night, uh, Robin had to do like fucking. You remember uh, Batman, the Batman uh, and Robin movie? Oh, he, he did had, all like the yeah. Gymnastics. He had to do like on parkour flips just to get time it correctly to get into the Batcave. Yeah. she just basically just walked, walked in. in. Yeah, easy. so easy. <laughs> that's not bat. That's not Batman. Batman would have protocols on top of protocols. Yeah, to keep somebody from getting into the Batcave. I don't. I don't know, man. I just. I, I I tried. I tried to like this. Did you? Like- I tried. <laughs> I tried. I watched two episodes. I tried to have an open mind about this. But like her her family, I don't care about. The fact that she's like got a, like half siblings or not, or step siblings. Or step sibling, her Asian sister. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't care. Like I just don't care about any of it. And I, I really wanted to care. But just emotionally, the story doesn't get me there. And even, but even, it was shot. It was, like I said, it was shot very well. It was so shot that, pretty good. But it's the, also the pilot. Yeah. The well, episode, I, so I got to yeah, I got to see what the second episode. It looked okay. I mean, it wasn't like a huge drop off or anything. But just again, story wise, I'm just not invested. She, it's all about her and her love for her sister that we barely know. And because she's crazy, I don't really have a connection to her. So she's like, all right, I'm supposed to care right away about your sister. The only thing I will say, like, I felt for her in the sense that she came all the way back. To save her, uh, her, her love interest, yeah, her ex girlfriend. Only to find out she's married to a man. <laughs> yeah, she got married to a man. I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I was kind of rolling my eyes at that. Even I know she's. It's all about you know sexuality empowerment and stuff. But just the 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 generic fucking tropiness of. I know you can say it's pulled from real life too, but just. You know, don't ask, don't tell. That whole thing where she's like, "Oh, we're we're gay," but she wants to stay in the arm, army or whatever. Say, to well, train. That, is, that was a thing. I know it is a thing. I know it is a thing. But it's just, I just feel like there's better ways to play that than, "Oh man, I'm discriminated against for my sexuality," but pff, whatever, I'm gonna do me. I'm just like, oh, okay, all right, cool. I'm like, what's the what's the better way to do it? <laughs> I don't know. It's just that's so tropey to me. Like we've seen it done so many times, and because there's no there there, like if there's more character there, maybe I care more. But because it's just baseline, hey, we're lesbians, and but they don't want us to be. Like it just felt so tropey. Like it just need there needs to be more there for me to be like, that was a good story beat. You know what I'm saying? I don't have an issue with that per se. It's just because it just felt so generic. It just felt like, oh, all right, this is this is your I'm a lesbian and proud moment. It just. I see the pandering. I just see it. I see through the veil of the story for like, oh, this is, we need a lesbian beat here because she's a lesbian, you know? Mm, I, didn't feel, I don't know. I didn't feel Even like... if it was a straight relationship, if it was a, if it was still tropey, I would still have an issue with it. But my issue is just that it feels like a trope. <laughs> You'll never agree with me when it comes to this stuff, but that's just me. <laughs> it just felt so paper thin. You're cisgendered male. Yeah, exactly. It's cisgendered male gaze, so what do you know? But I don't know. What would you rate this episode? <laughs> Even the final battle was whack between her and the Joker girl. It's like she, she does. Her, she pretty she, much got her ass. She kicked. did. She does the Batman thing where she immediately pulls two of the the goons like off the roof with like the the what's it called. The grappling hook. Uh-huh. And then she gets her ass kicked by the Joker girl. I'm like, how much training did you do? Because she, well, she she did training too. What what training did she do? She's crazy and she's been in the, like she's been, she's in been missing for years. 
Sure. <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got armor. That's another thing. She had armor and gadgets, and she's still like, boom, boom. Ah, stop hitting me. Stop hitting me. <laughs> I'm like, fight back. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what I was going to say, though. She had no training with the gadgets or anything. And in the second episode, Luke Fox makes a whole spiel about how, like, what's this? Like, he's pointing at gadgets. And she's like, I don't know what that is. She's like, it's a rebreather. What's this? I don't know what that is. It's whatever it is. Like, that's the point. These aren't toys. Like, you don't know what like, half these things are. I don't know what half these things are because they weren't meant for me. They were meant for Batman. So, it's like, so basically explain like... Like, then why are you on the show? <laughs> yes, that. But then it's like, in the same breath, in the first episode, at the end, she's using the glider and flying off the building. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> how do you know how to use that right away? Weird. Plot. Plot. Look, it's Batman. Yeah. I thought that was stupid too. <laughs> and then what was it? Was there was there a thing in the, in the episode, or maybe that was in the trailer, where she kind of got mad because people assumed that uh, it was Batman, but it wasn't. Yeah, where she was like, uh, "I'm not gonna let a man take credit for a woman's job or something like that." Yeah, I don't think that was in the episode so far. But she also hasn't become Batwoman yet. By episode two, she still like, hasn't donned like the. Red but you're literally wearing. His suit. His suit. Using his gadgets. Yeah, using his gadgets. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> That's why this is trash. What would you rate it? Less than passable. Okay. I'm with you. I was going to say that for both episodes together. Less than passable. I think I might have gone low, low, low passable for the first episode. Yeah, what I was saying because the way it's shot. Like, it looked nice to watch, but that's it. Yeah. Like, that's what I said. It's, it's a show. It's watchable. But, like... And we're going to get into this when we get to the other CW shows, too. I just keep thinking back to, like, when it used to be... I used to look forward to watching the CW shows. I think also part of it is not even... I think... I don't even know, because I'm like, maybe... If you go back and watch... Granted, I haven't, so I can't... I'm not saying this is an accurate statement. Arrow? But I'm like, if you go back and watch Arrow and season one of The Flash, would it really be that good? Or is it because we haven't had all these other properties that are so much better... I think it's a little bit of both. Guy, it's funny you say that. I was thinking the exact. I was like, I want to rewatch. Before I had the Batman review, I wanted to rewatch episode one of Arrow. I didn't. I didn't. But I wanted to. But I think, I think it was better. I think the writing was better. I think because it was novel. Because now we're in a formula. Because all this about, stuff is so Because think about how we felt. Remember when we uh, reviewed, when we talked about the original Wonder Woman cartoon, and we were like, Oh yeah, that was so good. And then so we went back and watched it. We we're like, This. Kinda, oh, the animated movie? Yeah, this kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of sexist. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It could be a case. Now I really want to watch episode one of Arrow again. But be that is in May, the point is these shows are supposed to evolve. But now we've gotten to a place where this, it's like a formula for these shows. So all these shows kind of feel the same. So like that's why I said this feels like Arrow again. Like you got to do something different to elevate it past. Because how long ago was Arrow episode one? Even if it was worse or as bad, that was like... How many years ago? And this also makes me wonder Five where does six? this where does this take place in the Arrow verse pantheon? Because obviously she's not Batwoman yet, but when she met them, she was already Batwoman. I don't know. It's a good point. Like a year ago or something like that. Plus, how's that gonna work for the crossover again? We're gonna jump forward in time. I guess maybe by the crossover she'll be Batwoman. Yeah, but it would have been like we have to catch up. Like the show has to catch up to where she was in the crossover. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the crossover, then when's the crossover happen? The last crossover. Yeah, I don't know. Because is she in this new crossover too? Yeah, she is. For some reason. So you got to really jump forward. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. 
All right, let's let's move on. Let's get into what was the next one? Uh, Supergirl. Supergirl. I'm not a villain. I don't want to kill Supergirl. I just want her to experience the same hurt she inflicted on me. And soon enough, she will. No one knows who she is. What planet she's from. There is no hiding from midnight. I'm Supergirl, and I don't hide from anything. Now it is time to avenge yourself against the brother who wronged you. I need to know why you betrayed me. This cape damage is terrible for aerodynamics. Your new suit will materialize. Pants? All right, let's talk about Supergirl. I think I wrote down the episode title. It was... Event Horizon was the first episode, and Stranger Beside Me was the second. I'm trying to remember. Was there a stranger beside her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's about the... Because it seems like the main villain of the season is going to be Martian Manhunter's brother that he didn't know about. So in the second episode, they get more into that. Because he, he can shapeshift. He takes on the... You know the the body yeah, of a little girl. Oh no no! He starts impersonating other people in the group. So he at one point he's Alex, which is stupid. Grant, I know it's Marshall Manhunter's brother, but at the same time it's like, but you're a telepath, bro. It's so stupid. She, he's he's still getting shit on even in the first episode. Even in on. the first episode, he yeah. got like don't. And it's so funny like that he when, shows when, up when he tries to fight that T Rex or whatever. Yeah, like, ah! shit, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh come, like I'm getting, I'm sick of this. But it's so funny because like in that moment, I was like, oh, the T Rex looks pretty good for CGI for CW, and then he shows up in his full Marshall Manhunter outfit. So I'm like, all right, oh, we're getting into the CGI and it's a Supergirl again. And then immediately, oh, oh! Like, come on, man. <laughs> Kill me, bro. <laughs> like you're Martian fucking manhunter. You should not be getting your ass beat this easily. Yeah. But you know, gotta put Supergirl on that pedestal so everyone else is useless. <laughs> um I'm even blanking what the fuck this episode was about mostly. It was mostly that little girl basically is revealed to be the Martian Manhunter. Yeah, and then brother. also the whole back and forth drama where Will they or won't they make Lena Luthor into a villain? And oh, she has yeah. this new AI thing. I guess she's from last season that we didn't watch. Yeah, which we didn't watch. Basically working out her frustrations because she's killing Supergirl and the AI, but she's saying, oh, I don't want to really kill Supergirl. I'm not a villain. I just want to make her suffer because I'm a villain. It's like, it's the same thing. The logic doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, the sense. logic doesn't make any sense. And is it worse in episode two that you didn't watch? Because she does confront, or not even confront. They have like some kind of like uh, gala or something in Kara's honor. And yeah, that was episode one. That was? Yeah. Oh, so she confessed at the end. And she reve- oh, she, she, she revealed that she's actually Supergirl. Yes, okay. So by the end, she's like... And I will say, her acting in that scene was... F- that was a good thing. Yes! Yeah. That was the one good part that, of this episode. That was fucking great. I was like, damn, Melissa! Yeah. I was getting a little <laughs> too. And they, did the cl- they started doing like the slow close-up. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm feeling this. I, and when they panned back to Lena, I was like, I'd be crying yeah, and too. Le- yeah, and Lena was crying. I was like, this was a this was a good scene. Yeah, and they ruined it because by the end, she's like, nah, fuck that bitch. I'm like, yeah, like I was like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, because like, she yeah, lied to me. She, she, because I'm like, oh, but you lie all the time. So she came clean. So now this whole plan, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so this is cool. So now that I guess they 86 the whole idea of her being a villain. Yeah. Your whole motivation is ruined now. Yeah. In this first episode, I'm like, oh, good, okay, cool. But now they got to do the CW drama. Nah, she told me the truth, but she told me too late. 
But Lena, you lie all the time. You're lying right now. <laughs> yeah, like, and, but even before, like, fuck that. Even before that, like, how many times did they have to have talks with Lena about like you can't keep secrets from us? You keep lying. She's like, you right, you right. And then that whole her whole speech is about making. It was like, oh, okay, this makes sense for her character because she's made mistakes so many times and she's had to come back. So it's like, so it's like, okay, this is the first time she sees the cars the same way. She also stumbled, but she got back up. But for her to be like, nah, fuck that. And be like, nah, I still hate her. That sounds like CW drama. no sense. CW drama. Forced as fuck. Bad writing. Yeah, because it makes... Yeah. Oh! (laughs) I need need her to trust me even more. But why? She already does. Yeah. So if you revealed her identity now, what would change as opposed to if you revealed it later? I don't know. It pissed me off because I was like, you wasted an amazing scene. That was like an amazing emotional acting scene that you just threw away. (laughs) Stupid. Yeah. And even the villain this episode was stupid. The chick from the fucking um the negative zone who's got swirl powers? <laughs> Swirls! Yes. I shoot swirl beams. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, I don't I don't get it. Oh my god, when when Martian Manhunter, again because he sucks, gets phased through it, Martian Manhunter, I got her. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Both times. The first time when they fight her, and the second time when he tries it again, and then he gets thrown into the negative zone. And then Supergirl has to go in the negative zone and save him. And save him. It looks so bad. Him floating in the CGI. Like, don't. You, it looked like they were just like literally like swaying back and forth from the green screen. Like, you shouldn't die yeah, here don't, with Yeah, me, go back, Kara. <laughs> no. I, I can save you, John. It's yeah, like, yeah. this is stupid. It's so bad. <laughs> like, how much do you have to fucking keep depowering? Like, why is he on the show? Why is he on the show? If You, you should have just made him a regular person that controls the deo until he doesn't because it's also it's weird you can, and it feels like budget where sometimes he'll transform and fight and other times he doesn't like sometimes it's like why did you transform in the beginning of that one scene to fight her and then in the next scene you're like oh, i can fight her and you're still in your fucking john jones form you're like throwing hands like throwing martial arts i'm like just be the martian manhunter <laughs> like just do it now nah, i didn't have the budget for this scene so he's just gonna be himself <laughs> and then also just the fact that granted Obviously, because they only got one model. But every time he's in the CGI, he always has the cape and all the other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. even when he was on Mars. Yeah. It's like, why do you still look like that on Mars? That's not what the other Martians look like. <laughs> I don't, oh, man. I don't. But I, I did like this better than Batwoman. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Just when the virtue of I know these characters a little I know them more than the Batwoman characters. So I had a little bit more investment. And then also, like... I was somewhat interested in the new owner of Catco. Like, the fact they, like, are trying to make... Like, AI... Not AI, like, like virtual reality contact lenses. Well, no, not not that. But the fact that they're trying to make uh, the news um, uh, model of Catco into, a, like, a profit motive. It's all oh. about the clicks. all about the clicks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, no, we're not doing this. Okay, you can you can leave. But yeah. you can't work anywhere else. And spoilers, Jimmy does next episode. Well, yeah. Yeah, he was leaving, well, right? Yeah, he was leaving. The, he's leaving the show. Yeah. And they talk about him possibly becoming a senator. So I'm like, ah, that's how he's going to leave the show. Basically how they did with Kat, Kat Grant. Because mm. she works for the president. It makes a lot of sense. Um, and just to jump into the second episode, just for like the, the very end of it. Apparently, I don't, I don't know who this girl is, but Lena was like experimenting on some girl or something to experiment with some kind of truth inhibitor chip because she wants to make everybody in the world truthful she's gonna reprogram everyone in the world so everyone can tell the truth and no one can get no one can hurt anyone ever again what is this the jim carrey liar liar basically it's fucking stupid but then she does all this brain mapping to this girl she's but experimenting it's, it's, on. it's stupid like if you think just think about it one extra step i'm like you do know 
that creates a lot of negative implications too. What about people in government that can't tell you what they're doing because they're like on a spy mission? It's stupid. Or if it's somebody's birthday and they're having a surprise party. <laughs> I can't lie to you. I gotta tell you. Yeah. I, it's stupid. It's a stupid plan and it's a stupid premise to her character like for this season. But uh, she that the AI thing that she has, the I think she calls it Hope or something, she puts the AI in the girl's brain. So now she's got like an AI person assistant in this girl she was experimenting on. To what end? I don't know. But it's just, I'm like, are we going like Ultron route? Is that what's happening here? Like, I don't know. It's stupid. I didn't see it, so I can't comment. It's stupid. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> though, it, it, Brainy was funny in the second episode. Tell me episode. how you really feel. I hate it. <laughs> Brainy was funny in the second episode, though, because... Um, I like Brainy in the first episode. I like the relationship. I'm trying to think what... Oh, in the scene like, where... She was like, are you a virgin? No, why would you think that? <laughs> I've had sex, lots of yes. it, <laughs> something like that. Um, why won't you kiss me? What didn't make sense to me was the, the scene where he's talking to Supergirl about her cape because it was all shredded and it fucks up her aerodynamics. How the fuck does flying work? Yeah, I was like, Superman can pull a planet with his flight, but the cape has holes in it, so it, it, it gives her drag. I'm like, what? The? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know how this works because it's not like. She's flying through physics. She's no. breaking the fucking laws of physics. Yeah. So what are you talking about aerodynamics? <laughs> and then it was like, if it's such a problem, which it shouldn't be, just take the cape off. Yeah. Uh, Incredibles. No capes. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Um, but in the second episode, he is trying to do cute things for his girlfriend. And it's like he, he makes like a burrito breakfast for her in the morning. And she's like, oh my God, this is the best morning ever. So he tries to like make... She think he thinks like that's like the way to make her more in love. So he tries to give her like a bunch of food, like like basically everything she says she likes. He goes like a thousand percent too far, and it's just it's just a funny running theme throughout the episode. I thought it was cute. I was like, I like Brainy. Remember when? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, supposedly he's coming back for like a couple episodes. Uh, just like a cameo kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I like Brainiac more than Win though. Yeah, I like Brainiac way more than Win. Yeah. And I think his relationship with the with the because also too. like they're doing stuff with him when they didn't do shit with Jimmy Olsen they didn't do shit with just except the romance that they had at the beginning and they took it away <laughs> from season one now we're friends forever <laughs> and then like all this talk about like oh you know think about like race swap doesn't really matter as long as you know if as long as it's the core essential element of the character like what about Jimmy Olsen was essential to the fact that he was white you take this character he's nothing like Jimmy Olsen nothing so it's like in no way shape or form he, oh, oh, wait, he, no, just, he, he just is has, friends with Superman he just has the name and he also took pictures and he's friends with Superman yeah and he's friends with Superman <laughs> there you go <laughs> but in terms of like the quirkiness and all that stuff they pretty much gave that to Win, but then they got yeah. rid of Win. yeah now bring next new quirky one alright um, what would you rate this episode a low passable I guess I'll agree with that for the first two episodes. Um, all right. And you didn't watch Black Lightning because for someone who's like, oh, well, Black Liberation, didn't watch the one black thing. <laughs> Racist. I watched Raising Dion. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, just real quick, Black Black Lightning. Uh, and this, I need to drop this pretentious book shit. The Book of Occupation, uh, Birth of Blackbird. Look at us. We are prisoners. 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 All we got is us. It's way too dangerous. You got them coming from all sides. How much worse does it have to get? Vanessa could be dead. She could be. We'll be home soon, okay? My patience is running thin. You don't want to see me when I lose my patience. 
I was only half watching the episode, so sorry to anybody who's like, oh, I can't wait to hear Jordan's thoughts on Black Lightning. So I'm not even sure who Blackbird was. Blackbird, Thunder, someone out there write me and tell me, because I'm not going to rewatch this episode to find out. <laughs> um, and yeah, a lot of it's just things I don't, I don't know about because I, I didn't watch a lot of the last season. So this, uh, this season starts with Black Lightning already in prison, being held in like the psychiatric, not, I don't even know what it is, a laboratory kind of thing with the other bang babies that aren't bang babies, the metahumans that were in those tubes. Remember those? Mm-hmm. They, they all got freed. And for whatever reason, Black Lightning uh, was also put in the same holding facility with them. From what I can gather from context clues, because he made some kind of deal to protect his family, because I guess they were all found out somehow. That's why Thunder's not a thing anymore. She's like undercover. It's just like, I don't know. That's what I'm like, is she Blackbird? Because they don't, I don't remember her saying her name, but she's just wearing like this weird, actually, she was kind of like the main character from the Watchmen series, where she's got like a hoodie and like a ninja mask on. She was doing that in season two, remember? Oh, when that's right. Where yeah, she yeah. was like trying to get the church some money. Yeah, that's right. So she's back in that vigilante mode again. I thought I had seen images from last season where she was in the Thunder suit and Lightning was also in her own suit too, but now neither of them, neither of them are, so I guess whatever happened, it's putting the whole city on crackdown. Because there's also a thing where, and I also don't understand this, Markovia is like another state that is like some kind of police state that's invading Freeland or taking it over or, I don't know. There's like this weird Black Panther-esque guy that I think is from Markovia who's like strong-arming the sheriff of the town. That's the Black Lightning's friend, remember him? Yeah. Like he, they put like a curfew on the town, and they're like killing metahumans. How is that legal? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like I'm it's very. Like Russia came and started cracking down on Newark. Like how does I don't that know. Work? How does that work? <laughs> I really don't know. And it, I, maybe I would know if I had fully watched the episode, but I was doing stuff for unworthy, so I was just like, let me just at least kind of watch it. Because at that point, I thought Black Lightning was actually the last show I watched. In all the CW shows, and I was, I'll be, I'm be real, guys. I was burnt the fuck out. Like I was like, I'm done. You saw my story. You talk about me. You're racist. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you, <laughs> no, I saw your story. That's what it feels like. I feel like my eyes are being stretched open. Like you gotta watch this for the podcast. I'm like, oh, this used to be. I used to look forward to these shows. I used to like, at work, I would just be planning my day around going home and watching this stuff. I talked about this before, but now it's like. I only watch these shows for the podcast. And because there's so many of them now and they're all so similar, I think it's also a problem. Like it's, it's burnt me out where like, if it was just Arrow and Flash, it'd be one thing but because it's Batwoman, there's Supergirl, it's Black Lightning. There was Legends of Tomorrow, which I think there still supposedly is. Supposedly there's another, sh- yeah, Legends of Tomorrow still exists and Ugh. they're supposedly doing another show on top of possibly doing the Birds of Prey canaries or whatever. Oh God. Like it's, it's, it's not a rising top. If anything, like all these shows, it's oversaturation. It because they're and because they're all mediocre now, they've all blended into one like homogenous fucking blob to me. Where like I don't look forward to any of them because they all feel like a, a slog to get through. So in this, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to talk about with this. Black Lightning was in it. He's how dare you? <laughs> how dare you talk about black people like that? Oh man, how did the episode even end? On a cliffhanger I didn't give a fuck about, but I don't even remember the cliffhanger. Oh, oh, uh, Thunder, who might have been Blackbird, was trying to free metahumans by doing like some... It, it felt like uh, Rosa Parks with like the Underground Railroad, trying to get them out of custody and get them to some safe area or something. 
And at the very end, she got blasted in the back by a rocket launcher. And oh my God, is she dead? No, she's not dead. That's the cliffhanger. I'm like, no, she's not dead. Come on, man. <laughs> I just don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to think about specific things that I, I liked or didn't like, but it was all just like, I don't care. I don't care about any of this. Like that weird black guy who looks like a turtle, the old guy. He, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He would just show up every once in a while and say some shit like, uh, I'm I'm vaguely threatening you right now, but we'll talk later. And we just leave the scene. Like I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I got nothing. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sitting here racking my brain trying to go like, what the fuck was even the focus? I, I guess just the Markovian stuff that I don't fully understand because I didn't watch last season, so I don't really know anything about it other than the Young Justice stuff. And I'm like, is that is that why Black Lightning was kind of a focus in Justice? Is there like synergy happening here? Are they trying to synergize with Black Lightning's show, or is it the other way around? And Black Lightning trying to synergize with Young Justice? Why is Markovi and Black Lightning like you know important things in both? Because they don't have nothing. <laughs> this is a weird coincidence. Because remember, I mentioned like Black Lightning doesn't really have that big of a rogues gallery, so. They probably did look at Young Justice and was like, oh, we could use that too. That's not on any of the C- other CW shows. I- I'm not even sure if Markovia is a black or, or black people are not. I, I'm, I was even no, confused I don't think by that. To, I don't think they're, well, I, don't, I didn't see the episode, but I'm talking about in terms of like comics. I don't think they're black. It's supposed to be like Arab. See, I'm, I think the Black Panther guy was from Markovia. But I could be wrong. So I don't know fucking shit. Um... I don't know. I got nothing. If I were to give it a rating, and this is like a... Take this with a grain of salt, because clearly I didn't understand most of the episode. I'm just like, I'm lost. I, I barely care to try and figure out what's happening. And the action scenes, like it, it feels the same as last season, where like they're not using their like their original score, really. It's It wasn't jazz, but it also, there was never an action scene that was like, oh, I'm hyped for this. It just felt like arrow scenes with some slight sh- extra strength, because the way Thunder was fighting is just she doesn't even use like like the thunderclaps or anything. It's just she's just punching and kicking. So I'm like, okay, so it's like if Arrow had a little super strength, a little bit. Again, that's why I'm like, it's all same. But is she still doing that? <gasps> yeah, she still does that, holding her breath to be invincible or whatever. That's why when she got blasted in the back, I think she wasn't paying attention. Like she was trying to escape, so she I guess she wasn't holding her breath while she was running, so she got hit in the back and. Oh no, she might be dead. But she's not. <laughs> Clearly not. Um, not. Also, I wonder, like, is Black Lightning only going to appear in the crossovers, or is it, or is it Black Lightning and his kids? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I barely care. <laughs> and it's a damn shame, but that's how I feel about it's it. Racism. I give it a low passable. Like, my honest feelings are less than passable, but I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and say that it's I miss... Because it's black. <laughs> well, I miss so much shit that maybe I'm just missing what made it better, but I don't... If you like Black Lightning, please write in and tell me... Give me a, a, a thorough email about why you like don't Black Lightning. Don't you be Lightning. like, because it's good. Yeah, <laughs> just, just tell me thoroughly why you liked it. Try and convince me. And I'm saying that somebody that wants to be convinced. But you know not, what I'm saying? But not you, guys, because this email is going to be like 40, 40 pages. I'll even take Gaius. Hey man, okay. whatever it takes. So I was gonna say, so the whole episode is us <laughs> reading guys. <'cause>, you know. <laughs> Here's a ten-page essay about why Black Lightning is amazing. You need to watch it. But say, going back to like, were the first episodes of these shows better? I feel like, and we're about to get in the flash now. But I feel like the first episode of all these seasons, if these were the first episodes of the shows, 
I wouldn't give a fuck to keep watching the shows. Because Black Lightning, like, I'm, that first episode, and again, maybe I need to go back and rewatch it, because maybe I was just high off, you know, CW back then, and I wasn't, I, I wasn't as cheated no, as I Black Lightning wasn't that long ago. But it, it was biblical. It had, like, it, it had, I don't know, it had a thing. Like, it had its own personality. It felt, remember, like, remember that first scene where he's like, and oh, it's too the, black. With the cop, yeah. It was a cop. It was like, and that's uh, with thunder and lightning well, yeah, as a you, witness. You were complaining about that. <laughs> I was complaining it as far as like, oh, well, we're starting with uh, the hate crime, blah, blah, blah. But it was, it had, not nuance, but it, it had a theme. It had, what's the word I'm looking for? Gravitas? Like it felt You're like, big. oh, it's pandering. I mean, it's, it's, it's doing all CW shows do now, which is just rip right out the headlines you know what I mean and I you know I don't like that that's just me as a preference I don't really like that because I'm like I try and get into superhero stuff to escape from the real world I don't need everything I watch to have a reflection I would say though most stuff like Marvel did issue about 9-11 Captain America was created to fight Hitler how how much of a one-off for those things in comics Think the MCU is not like that the DCW does it all the time CW does it like every episode. <laughs> Batwoman, Supergirl, well, Black Lightning. Well, they, come on, they didn't do the Black Lives Matter episode of Arrow. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that should have been a Black Lightning episode, if anything. But you know what I mean? Like CW, it, it beats you over the head with those things. Comics, they might do every once in a while. Stuff like the MCU almost never does it. And if they do do it, it's very, it's it's very veiled. But the CW is so heavy-handed. That's why I don't like it. So when I when I have to get smacked in the face with like literally headlines ripped right from the news on a bi-weekly basis, yeah, shit annoys me after a while. I have a, I have a tolerance to it at first, but after a while it's like, all right, guys, it's too much now. I, I don't need everything I read in the newspaper to be in my superhero shows. You know you know what I'm saying though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that being said, I feel like Black Lightning in that first episode handled in a way where it felt epic. It felt bigger than just itself it felt it had had gravitas that line of with thunder and lightning as a witness black lightning was born like that shit is heavy that shit is good writing and it made me felt feel like it was the story was going somewhere that had like some real importance to it but no it's just it's just like every other every other cw show except it'll be like but we're black guys keep in mind we're black so we're gonna throw in some black things every once in a while <laughs> it was like oh okay like, is, that, is that not the definition of pandering like what to what extent is it it's a black thing versus it's a pandering black thing when, where's the line and when's that line get crossed uh... episode 2 opens with maybe even was episode 1 maybe it was episode one, but it op- one of the episodes opens with a long monologue from a Muslim girl talking about how she's discriminated against for being Muslim. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's some real shit. But also I'm like, are you a main character? Is this, oh, you know what? I take it back. She actually seemed a lot like the girl from Young Justice. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Halo. Halo. Yeah. She had the, the Sunni, is it the right word? What's it called? Uh, the, the headdress hijab hijab yes she had that and everything that might have been Halo I don't even know no no her power is only to uh, be a chameleon like she can change her body to go invisible or whatever but yeah I don't know I just feel like that even Black Lightning from where it started to where it is now it's lost something like something's been lost in translation it, it just feels sh- hollow to me now shallower He's a be- he's a better villain. 
fucking he's in this but he's like dying uh Tobias Whale again yeah. I don't remember I think I watched part of the first second episode too but I, I just stopped but it was like he was he was in that prison or whatever dying from old age because I guess his powers wore off or and something. then also a better through line like even season two, like what was granted, I didn't finish. Yeah, it, we didn't like, watch season two, so we don't know. But even the first couple episodes that I saw, I was like, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. All right, fuck this. Um, yeah, so that was my rating. What? Lauren Hill's coming out with a new album next month. Whoa, don't care. It's, All right. not, <laughs> it's not it's not happening. So it says next month, so you mean next month two years from now? Because she's always late. All right, let's wrap this up. Let's get. I'm I I am so burned out in CW that just talking about it has made me like burnt out on the podcast. I'm like, all right, let's just. Well, we still got the Flash. Yeah, let's talk about the Flash, which was what was the title of the episode? Into the Void. Into the Void. Thank you. I saw billions of possible futures, billions of deaths. Maybe this is the reason I was given powers to save everyone. We've got to stop you from vanishing. We've changed the future before. We can change it again. The Barry I know would never stop running. He would find another way to fight. So what do we do first? Welcome to a world where anything can and probably will happen. All of our lives are going to be on the line. Welcome to Earth One. My name is Cisco Ramon. Oh, great. Another angry one. You want to tell me why the hell you were time traveling to begin with? I needed to see this crisis for myself. Seeing people answer the call. I don't understand you, Barry. You march towards death without fear. Where is it you get your strength? People I love. Please, Barry. Suit's finished. Your emblem, our badges, they're symbols of the strength that we're charged with. When we hear the call of duty, we're willing to make that sacrifice. Oh, my God. We just ran out of time. I can't stop what's coming. I have to prepare the team for this crisis. Maybe even a world without the Flash. Because there was no real villain this episode. It was more them trying to save somebody who became a black hole. (sighs) But not like the black holes (laughs) that you're into. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I guess me too. Yeah, we all like black holes. Come on. Um, so yeah, how'd you feel about Flash? Also, did I miss a scene where he put on the suit or was that when he when he saves the day at the end? Flash! Ah! Was that the first time he had the suit on? That was the first, but I when did he get it? Yeah, I was confused about I, that. I, I thought the same thing at the, I was like, did wait, is he, wearing the, is he wearing the new suit? Yeah. But wait, where did he get the new suit? There was no scene. Was it? Did they talk about you need a new suit for no. the black hole or anything? No. I was legit like, did I miss a scene? Did I look away from the screen for a second? Like, <laughs> there was no scene that gave a reason to why he has a new suit because he didn't have it in the beginning. No, he didn't. He's had that whack ass season five suit. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, don't just don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want that old suit? No. Then shut the hell up. <laughs> um. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Black liberation. Talk about black liberation. I do like the black. I did like the black character, like his personality and his quirk. 
when he was when they were showing his like webcam video. Oh, and being super smart but funny. Yeah, he's he's not just terrific. Like <laughs> again, like, that's what I said. They can only have one trope with these black characters. <laughs> they gotta be geeky. But, but he's like a better Mister Terrific than Mister Terrific. He's you actually he's somebody main, I'm interested in watching. He's a main character. Well, I. I don't think he's going to be a main character, but I feel like he's going to stick around for a bit because they gave that excuse of, yeah, oh, we got to keep him there for six weeks. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they're going to maybe go back to him because they said he's walking. Well, not walking, but he's talking. Yeah. He just has the, the weird, weird eyes. The weird eyes. It's really unsettling to look They at. were. I was like, this kind of looks kind of frightening. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> I'm like, if somebody had those eyes... Never mind. I knew you were going to say something dirty. <laughs> I, knew, I don't even know what it was, but I know it's going to be something. We kind of turned on. Huh? Oh, my gosh. Oh, this episode. Um, like, suck my dick. Oh, my, my God. Gl- glowing eyes. Jesus like, Christ. Like, no! Oh, my God. Okay. The Nora Allen stuff. Like, that stuff I liked. Yeah. I did, too. But even stuff when they were doing, like, previously on the fly, and it was, what's happening? It's a different time. I was like, I didn't see any of this shit. I, the, how Nora Allen ended up dying, I liked. I liked that, those scenes, so... That was like one of the good parts of season five. One of the rare few parts. What happened with Reverse Flash? He left. He beat him. Like he basically won because it was all part of his plan. Even Nord dying is part of his plan. And then he just ran off. His last words were, I'll see you at the cr- next crisis. Because you know, okay. crisis. Because even in this episode. Yeah, I think Flash and Arrow are tying into the crisis the most. So like they, they were really heavy handed with the crisis stuff in this episode of The Flash. Though I was really? intrigued by the Godspeed stuff. Just at the end. No, even the beginning. The first line is like, um, oh yeah, about about every time there's a crisis or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they name drop crisis a few times. Yeah, crisis, 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 crisis. Yeah, remember crisis, <laughs> crisis, crisis, crisis. Uh, I know you guys are getting sick and tired of these shows, but remember crisis is coming, crisis is coming, crisis. <laughs> I think the Godspeed thing was interesting. Uh, there's a new Godspeed every time or whatever. Like. It's, they're like a bunch of Godspeeds and they all have like a weird AOL noise when they yeah. <laughs> when they open their mouths. What is stupid? I don't it, care. I don't really Because I'm like, how does this connect to the to Mohinder Suresh? I don't know. I don't and know. And then it's like you really care about the crisis, but Mohinder Suresh is the villain. It seems like a complete and I'm detour. And even even then I was like, this is all here this is heroes all over again. Oh, he's experimented on himself. Oh my oh, god, it's right. gone it's gone wrong. <laughs> uh Zeresh in the multiverse is always fucking himself up. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I didn't even think about that, but that's a good point. But I'm like, but he is he is fine though. <laughs> I think he's a good actor. I like his his acting. He's fine. Yeah. But yeah, like I cared about the Nora stuff. Wally wasn't there. And then there's bullshit of uh uh what's her face lifting the guy by herself. Oh, I bench press my bench press my own weight. Oh, uh fuck. So, so, Cecile. Cecile. Fuck Cecile. I was like, bullshit. I hate that you're still in this story. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> and does she still have her powers? Yeah, she does. For some reason. Cause she read uh, Iris's mind. But they made, I don't know, because they didn't do that little sound effect that they usually do. Yeah, I noticed that too. I think her powers are supposed to be fading. But she still they were fading them. for like the last three. Four plus months, because yeah. there's a four month time skip at the beginning of this. And even last season, because yeah. she had the baby already. Yeah. So it's been more than four months. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's not losing them. I don't remember. Um, what else? Uh, I, don't know, I think this episode was weak only because there was no real villain. Like it was just, we got to stop this black hole. And then, from a black guy. Yeah, from black. Wow, well, I didn't think about that either. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> yeah. If it was a white guy, be a white hole. <laughs> and they also like, I, 
I'm like, the Killer Frost stuff is kind of interesting, but at the same time, I'm like, how does this work? I don't know. I'm I'm very confused right now. I don't know. So for I guess for what the rest of the season, Caitlyn's essentially dead. Not dead, but you know what I mean. But it's like she's she's basically dead. I mean, but to be fair, Killer Frost is a way more interesting character. Yeah, she is. <laughs> but it's like, why not just merge the personalities? Because that way they'll have permanent repercussions, and they can't have that. <laughs> it's gotta be something we can flip flop yeah, around. No consequences. Yeah, no consequences. No, never. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm also saying. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I like this better than Supergirl. <laughs> I like how we have to like, judge these shows based on the other shows. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a ladder. We start at the bottom. It's a curve. Yeah. We're, we're grading these things on a curve. <laughs> we started from the bottom. Now we're here. Batwoman was at the bottom. So what's Supergirl the ba- was the next rung up. I think Flash Black Lightning was the is the best. next rung up, and Flash is the top rung. So you agree, Flash is the best episode? That's what I said. I liked it better than. Yeah. Somebody said Black Lightning was the best first episode, but I don't think so. I think well, Flash well, was. Then you say you got a message about... Yeah, they said that Black Lightning was the best first episode. And I was like, nah. <laughs> At least not to me. Maybe if I had maybe if I had watched the last season, I'd have more investment, but not to me. And really, the only thing I liked about the Flash episode that made me go, ha, ah, I like this, was Flash! Ah! Save every one of us! <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that was. I had to Shazam it. It's Flash Gordon. I, I realized that after I Shazammed it. Oh, wow. I'm a super dork then. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Yeah. And I like that. I like that scene though. Who's like, really, Cisco? What? He's jumping into a literal black hole. Then she pauses. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the weird emotional beat of her, like, please, Barry, come back. Please, please. I'm like, y'all need to stop with these fake out, like, deaths or, like, like dire situations. Like, we all know. It's, episode the, first, it's one. the first episode. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Like, we don't need this. <laughs> like, this is over. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. <laughs> Maybe on Crisis, do that on Crisis. Yeah, but, save like, it. Don't... The, the pilot. <laughs> come on. <laughs> no fear. No yeah. fear of him fucking not making it back. I can't lose you, too. I like the CGI, though. The, 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 I also like, like the scene where uh, they're, they were talking about possibly killing the black guy. And Barry, like, did an outburst. Like, I'm not losing anybody else. Yes, that's why I like the Nora stuff. Because that's what it tied into. After he lost Nora, he's going to lose anybody else. Yeah, like, they're both pretending that they're both good. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, they keep all. Uh, even though they keep saying every season, don't keep any secrets, don't keep any secrets. It's like, why are you two? You are the parents of this child. <laughs> why are you both pretending to be okay with each other? That the kid is... De- oh, yeah, we're fine. We thought about it. We were devastated at first, but, yeah, we're going to have another kid. We have a new Nora. It's okay. Yeah, it's all fine. But it's not and, our Nora. Yeah, but they're both not fine. Like, why would you keep that from each other? Like, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Drama. <laughs> it makes more drama. To, we have to be okay to grieve, Barry. No shit. <laughs> what was I going to say? And uh, then talk about the timeline change. There's no guarantee that you're even going to have a Nora. Yeah, I, I don't get why they just assume they're going to have a Nora now. Like yeah, you might have your actual children from the comics, Dawn and uh, Don. What what is fucking name? The the, oh, the twins, the tornado twins. Yeah, but especially when like they know, especially now by the end of the episode that the future has changed, that the the timeline's been moved forward. Yeah. So like you might not have Nora. Like <laughs> you might not have any kids. Yeah, you might you had Nora in twenty twenty four or whatever, but now the crisis is in 2020, 2019. Yeah, so. you you better knock Iris up now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we better get as soon as uh, the 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 monitor left. She's like, we better get the fuck in. Yeah. <laughs> Drop those pants, Barry. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and what do you think about that? You think because the way he phrases it is, the Flash must die. 
you think it's going to be a different Flash, or do you think it's going to be Barry Allen? It might be a different, because I, I did read that Wally is coming back. Oh, my God. But not for the crisis, though. No, not for the crisis, but I'm talking about, but it could be after. Barry doesn't have his powers anymore. We need a... No, but he said the Flash must die. So does that mean like a Jay Yeah, Garrick? so like the Flash. So maybe Barry Allen loses his powers temporarily for like, oh, the, rest, you mean for like the, the rest of the season. Oh, I see what you're saying. So so he loses his powers, which he's means not the, the Flash, Flash anymore. Dies. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. I mean, you don't phrase... In a, in a show where we've already had like Savitar talking about like, I am the future Flash. Like, you got to assume now we're going to be paying attention to the way you phrase things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm like, hmm... I feel like you just give yourself something out there. <laughs> not Barry Allen must die. The, the Flash, Flash must die. Like, mm, okay. I see. That's uh-huh. what you're saying. <laughs> so, who knows? Mm. Rate it. Perfect, but no. I'm about to say, <laughs> I'll dropkick you. <laughs> like, oh, hell no. Passable? Yeah, I'll give it a straight passable. And what saved it from the low passable is the Flash. Ah, it's a cute scene. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like story wise, I like, I, I like, like I said, I like the black kid. Yeah, and I feel like story wise, I'm the most invested in the Flash than ever any other any of the other shows. Yes. All right. No, can we stop talking about the CW bullshit and let's get into something that's we actually we like? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Let's talk about Doctor Stone. No, I was saying and... that's all we got for uh, CW. Oh yeah, good. <laughs> so let's talk about Doctor Stone and my hair. That's been Blur Vision, guys. Bye. Yeah, bye. What do you want to start with? Um, I'm trying to get out of here soon. Jizz. I'm supposed to be out here by 2.30. It's already 1.30. Um, let's start with Dr. Stone, start actually. Start with Jizz. Mm, yeah, let's start with Dr. Stone, actually. Yeah, Jizz. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, Dr. Stone, the episode, was it, 15, titled, The Culmination of Two Million Years. <laughs> So it's the end of the tournament, and we finally get to the point where we're going to try and cure the priestess. I forget her name. What was her name? I don't remember. Rui. Rui. Um, and again, Dr. Stone is just a elevation over execution because the way, what's his name, Gendry? Gindy? The the blonde kid, not the rules or rules guy, the other kid. Uh, Ginro. Ginro. When he asked the priest, it's like, hey, now that we beat the, like, the, the villain or whatever, now all it has to be is uh, me and Senku will just forfeit, and then Chrome's going to win, and you'll marry Chrome. Isn't that what you wanted? And she's like, 
I'll be happy with whoever wins. And it's clear she's saying that because she's trying to be prim and proper or whatever. And he's like, oh, that means that I can marry you? <laughs> and then her, like, the 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 bodyguard, I don't know what the guy is, like the guard or whatever he is. He's just like, man, read between the lines. But his face, when he goes into, like, the, the crazy, like, lust of trying to get her to be his bride, like, like the weird, like, one eye small and one eye big, like, the crazy look in his face, I was dying. It was like, oh, he's too scummy. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Wait, what? When he goes off and the whole thing was like, I gotta beat Sinku. If I beat Sinku, I can marry her. And his, his face looks crazy. Are we talking about the same episode? <laughs> what episode are you talking about? What episode are you talking about? <laughs> the the episode with uh, they 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 beat the guy in the last episode. Chrome beat him. Uh huh. And this episode, it's between Sinku and uh, Genro, and then Chrome and Sinku. But then Chrome ends up passing out, so Sinku wins by default. Maybe I I didn't see that. what episode did you watch? Episode I watched is they cured her with the penicillin. That's this episode. That was the beginning of the episode. Oh, well, shit. Maybe I didn't see the beginning. <laughs> wow. How did... Whoa. Wow. Yeah, the whole beginning was them, like, doing that thing where it's like, all right, now now anybody can win. But then Genro, like, went crazy. He's like, oh, I want to marry her. And then Sinku ends up beating him by, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the melon girl throws the melon, and he uses it as a leverage to, like, he presses it down. He, he, he puts his spear on one end of it and presses it down like a seesaw, and it hits Genro in the balls and knocks him out. You remember that? I didn't know. So I didn't see the beginning of the Clearly then. I just saw, I start midway. What? I don't know. Cause I was I started watching the begin I started watching it at work. Ah. Uh, but then I guess I turned it off or whatever, or I fell asleep. Either one. Okay. And then so when I watch it here, I just hit resume, resume where you started, or resume uh, where you left off, and it was the credits. Ah, uh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Well, you So I'm you, like, okay, I must have saw obviously I must have saw the beginning. So I, you you basically just skipped past it, but I'm no, like clearly you didn't. You're talking about it, I'm like, I don't remember none of this. Yeah, <laughs> so clearly you missed all the comedic beats because then Cinco ends up winning by default because Chrome gets pa- Chrome passes out. But then um he immediately divorces the girl because like I, I don't want to marry you, so we're divorced. Even though he's might he's the chief now, that's what happens at the end. Yeah, that's what happens at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they use the penicillin thing, and and bro, what is that shot when he gives her the penicillin? I'm like, this is porn. Like this is a straight up like blowjob. Oh yeah, scene. I thought the same thing. I I'm like, like, that is a blowjob. I, I was, I was, I'm glad you thought <laughs> we're like on the same wavelength. I was like, this looks kind of wrong. <laughs> that was a straight up hentai shot. The angle, the her angle, cleavage, yeah. the way her it was mouth, drawn. Oh, yeah, her mouth. Oh. And then the fact that like he had the leaf like right there. Yeah, that was his dick. <laughs> it was. I was like, and the white stuff. Here, yeah, and, put the white stuff in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, all right, weird time for fan service. Cool. <laughs> very, I was like, did they do this on purpose? Is Definitely. it like, is it like the Disney shows where they insert like sexual innuendos? Well, that's what anime does all the time. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically the, the whole episode. Because they didn't give her the, the penicillin. But even during the conversation, it was like all this science jargon. We have to get the amoxicillin to amylin. Yeah, and, like, and then they would go kind of... I was like, I don't know what any of this shit means, but I'm still invested. I'm, I'm still like, interested. Yeah, yeah, blah, 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 penicillin. Got yeah, you. Science, 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 science. I did like the moment where you but, think... But, but it made me well like, like thinking in a real life context, like just the fact... I was like... Man, like, kudos to scientists, because how the fuck did you figure this shit out? This show... And then also just the fact that he mentioned, like, because I'm, I'm assuming it's definitely real life, yeah. where he accidentally poured too much or whatever on a oh, thing, exploded. and it exploded. Yeah. So I'm like, think about people that have died trying to figure this shit out. Yeah. I'm like... The show really makes you appreciate science. Yeah. 
Because I feel like, you know, especially us, modern he, age. Because he has, he has the advantage of he knows the final result and he knows how to get there. Yeah. But the people that, like, from the, the experiment. Yeah, that had to figure it out. Yeah. Like, how to make a copper wire or just to figure out that electricity can be a thing or you can make an antibiotic. Yeah. That's why, name of the episode, Million Years. Because it's all just accumulated knowledge over time. It's like, man, humanity is pretty awesome. And you really don't think about that in your everyday life. Like, the things that we use, the, the mics we're talking into right now, the recorder that's recording it, the iPhones that we have to do research for the news. Like, we don't know how any of that shit works. No. <laughs> but someone but had it, to do yeah, something. Somebody had to figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's super impressive. So let's yeah. never, never have society collapse because we'll all be fucked. <laughs> and, and it's easy... Not to say it's easy, because I don't know how to do any of this shit, but it's easy to figure something out when you already have a blueprint. Like, it's easy to do an updated iPhone when you already have an iPhone. Yeah. But to come up with an iPhone, even 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 to come up with an iPhone, it's easy to do that when you already have cell phones. But the idea to just come up with a telephone, like the fact that you had to figure out the wiring. Like, yeah. I, was t- I was, funny it enough. It makes you appreciate every step that got yeah, to where we Yeah, funny enough, I, I was literally having a conversation with my friend about this, not even based on Dr. Stone, but I was just like in the subway one day going to work mm. and I was just looking around like, wow, just the fact, like how did they even build this subway? Just the fact that you had to drill into the ground yeah. and like drill into the concrete to make the subway and then connect them to all parts of New York. Or even like you think about the roads that we drive on, how you can, I can drive from here to fucking Mexico and how yeah. they all connect. Like just the fact that you had to figure that out. And this is before GPSs and map and, and not maps, but the fact that you had to figure out how to make it connect and yeah. this goes south and no, like, how'd you figure this shit out? It's millions, millions of years. <laughs> this is so much time had to pass and so many people had to pass down knowledge and just, I don't know. That's why I like the scaffolding effect that you really appreciate when you watch the show. Because then meanwhile, we're so ungrateful. Our phone will like, will be slow for a second. Like, ah, oh, so inconvenient. Yeah. It's like, bro, <laughs> you're living in like the time of super Why is my, my Wi-Fi not working? <laughs> yeah. It's just so easy to lose sight of like you know the small incremental things that brought us there in the first place. Yeah, that's why I like the show a lot. Um, I'm trying to think, was what else happened in the episode? Oh, and I like the moment. Uh, well, the first moment oh, where you think he, he doesn't he work. He finally got the cola. The cola, yeah. yes, yes. He's like carbonated water. What are you gonna make for? it? He's yeah, like, baking uh, soda. <laughs> yeah, baking soda. Oh, that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, but then, then you see the yeah. I was like, oh, he remember he got the cola. Like I get it. Again, going to character moments, something that Gemini Man didn't do. Like, you tease something before, you introduce something before, and then you saw the callback to it. Yeah. And it had, had a little weight. And it had, yeah, definitely had weight. Just when leaving drunk- a cola on the fucking, di- like, the table was emotional. Yeah, I got, I, I was happy. Yeah. I smiled. Yeah. You, you probably cried, but, because you're No, bitch. I didn't cry. <laughs> man. <laughs> but yeah, Gemini Man can't do that with a two-hour movie, but Dr. Stone does it in a 20-minute episode. Yeah, a 20-minute episode. Yeah. Or something as stupid as I got a, a cola. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, good for you, bro. Yeah. And like, because it, it, it was all happening at the same time where it was like science gave him the cola and science was curing the girl. And the beat I was going to talk about was when you think, when he, like, cause he's, he's talking to him about like, you know, just because I give her, the, it's not it's not an absolute cure-all. This is an antibiotic that would cure most illnesses if it's bacteria-based. But if it's, if it's this, this, or this, I can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? So then when, the moment where She's like choking worse than she's ever choked. And he kind of falls to his knees. It's like, oh shit. Is this a disease that they can't fix? She has antibiotic resistant gonorrhea. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but then you find out it was like, no, she's got pneumonia. It's exactly what this can cure. Yes. But part of me is like, how the fuck do you even. Re- you didn't even look at her. Like, you didn't give her an x ray. Well, he did like the. the but that was, the that was after. Back. That was after. 
No, no, that's it before. Because when she started coughing like that, he didn't know. Like he didn't do the thing to her back. Before. That was it. That was that was after because after he did the thing on her back. That's when he first gave it to her. He did the thing on her back to kind of hear her breathing, and she he heard the fluid in her lungs, and then he took one of those rats and dissected it. Then we when he went back, that's when she was dying, like coughing a lot. That's when he fell to his knees, like oh shit. But then it was like oh no, it's pneumonia. We got this. Like yeah, science. That's well, I guess it's gone. But even like, I'm just like, how do you even know it's pneumonia just because she's? I don't know. I don't remember why he knew. I think it was a mixture of the fluid in the chest and her reaction to the penicillin. Maybe I don't remember. Whatever, science. <laughs> science won. That's all. Yeah, yeah I'm like I've had pneumonia. I take it when I'm taking. Uh, it's, I didn't go. I didn't do that. But I guess I didn't have it for like 18 years. Yeah, the fact that she survived. Yeah, because he even too. said that. I'm surprised she survived that long. Mm-hmm. But it was that water that she kept bringing to her every day. Yeah. And now he's king of the village. Oh, which the, turns out Ishimura. Yeah, the village is name. named after him. How? How, <laughs> how and why? And, it's and how did, And then how does she know it was named after him? Yeah. Why is she the only one that knows? Yeah. And she's not, it's not like she's the oldest, like the elder woman. She's, no. She's the priestess, but she's not the eldest person in the, like even her father didn't. She's 18, right? Yeah, she's uh, she's 18. Okay, good. Because I'm like, she, she's way too sexualized. Well, I think, I think she's 18. <laughs> I think he's 18. I mean, the, the his, her sister sexualized, like you saw when she went to the ocean, she had the little booty, like a little thong. <laughs> oh, this is unrelated to this, but that was actually one of the, one good moments of Black Lightning. They show uh, Thunder in like lingerie from the back, and they keep like a low angle. That girl got a booty, son. Like the day with Wonder Woman. Remember when the Ye- camera? Yeah. In Justice League, we're but, like, come on. But man. Gal Gadot doesn't have a booty, <laughs> so Thunder, she got them cheeks. <laughs> like Thunder clap them cheeks. I mean, make it clap. Ah. That's her power. Ah. <laughs> All right. So, what did you rate this episode? I get a perfect vision. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I give it a perfect vision. Oh, that reminds me of a trailer I need to bring up because I, this movie looks like something I want to see. Okay. Well, on that note, let's talk about something else we both wanted to see. Let's get in the first episode of My Hero Academia season four. four. I'm Tell me. I can't even give you. I can't even 
because you know I usually pretend to do things. So, Cogito Gisone, Umbernia Coca Cola. I don't remember it. But this theme song, I don't, yeah, I don't know what this theme song is. All right, let's start there, though, because that was what the email was about. How do you like, feel uh, about the intro? I'm like, uh oh, it's Attack on Titans all over again with the mellow theme song. Yeah, I. Someone said that they didn't like the theme. Was it Jacob? He said he didn't like the theme song, but he liked the visuals. Yeah, I like the visuals. Maybe, yeah, I I might agree with that. But Uh but overall, I feel like this is my least favorite intro for My Academia. Like This is the first intro that didn't get me hyped. Well, yeah, because the theme song is all like, again, Attack on Titan all over again. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. But this is supposed to be the, the, I guess, maybe because this, this season is supposed to be the dark season. Like the darkest... That's what I keep hearing, and I, I think like it ties people, in from people that read the manga. Like this is supposed to be the darkest season. Yeah, and people that so read I guess the... maybe that's why it's not supposed to get you hype. It's maybe. supposed to make you feel could be. That's actually somber. what happened with uh, Attack on Titan too. So no, but that was like. But the Attack on Titan stuff was good because it ended up everything that happened in the, that slow part of the season. Yeah, after you saw the, the second half, yeah. but while watching it, it was like this is a slog to get through. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I feel like it ties into that girl with the horn. Whatever's going on with her at the end with that outro. Like, He's I don't trying even, to save her. I guess, but like, what's her deal? She's the golden child. It seems that way, but I why? I want the not. Did you see the golden child? Yeah, 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 yeah. With uh, Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah. Yeah. But she's got a horn? Like, what's so special about that? Uh, she's the hell boy. <laughs> <laughs> she's the key to opening hell. <laughs> all right, so here's, a, here's my the thing. She's the key to giving all my his powers. Right? That's not going to happen. No, I want to hear what you think about the episode first before I get into my thoughts on the episode. Um, because we both knew going into this it would be a recap episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like this episode. Okay. Uh, only because even though I knew it was gonna be a recap episode, I feel like this My Hair Academia and uh, I believe Avatar: The Last Airbender because they only had one recap episode. They're the and I've seen other recap episodes plenty of times before, but I feel like those were the only, t- those are the only two properties. That would take a recap episode, but start also try to do something different with it. Yeah. By giving you... Wrap it in a story. Wrap it in a story and also give you a little bit more of the world, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. And other perspectives, as opposed to just doing a generic recap episode, where it's just like, hey guys, remember when such and such happened? Here's yeah, a clip I show. Remember, <laughs> I remember when that happened, but do you remember when this happened? Oh yeah, but do you remember when we, we had to fight this situation? Yeah. So it's like you 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 didn't get that with this. They again they, they wrapped into the story and you got to see uh like yeah, uh seeing how the world uh sees the events of what happened with uh with All Might losing his powers and then also from a news angle perspective, getting to see like basically how the media sees All Might and then also on top of that, like yeah, we all always get the message that All Might is the symbol of peace, but we always see it from the hero's perspective. Yeah. And obviously, if you're trying to be a hero, of course you're going to want to be like the number one hero. Yeah. Like, everybody wants to be like Superman if you're going to try to be a superhero, but what about the people that aren't aspiring to be heroes? How are they affected by the fact that this guy is gone? And, I, and, and you kind of learn... I don't remember if it was the movie or the show, but like when All Might... There were heroes before All Might, but the crime rate did not go down. I think it was the show. It wasn't until All Might came onto the scene that the crime rate actually went down. Because mm-hmm, he made it a symbol. Yeah. yeah. And so... I think, he, yeah, it was the show, because even Nana talks about that in the flashbacks. 
where she's talking to Grand Torino when he's yeah. like all handsome. <laughs> it's like he wants yeah, to become he, a symbol. When he was still, when he was tall, I don't know. How, I don't know how aging works. When he, <laughs> when he like, is that going to happen when I get older? Am I going to shrink like that? Oh yeah, he'd be like two feet tall, yeah. <laughs> like Yoda. <laughs> so it was interesting to see that, and then also to get like an actual face to somebody that the the, the event that everybody learned who All Might was mm. the train. Somebody that was literally affected by that. Like he was like my father was on that train. Yeah. So that was cool to see that. And uh, I, I made a joke what? <laughs> that when because when you learned about where his quirk was, oh the fucking cameras. I was like, oh, so he can take a literal dick pic. Ah ha ha ha! That's good. My thing is, how does that even work? Like it's weird. You, it's not like you're fused with the camera. Your natural human mutation is you got camera in you. But also kind of how does that work? <laughs> but also kind of goes to show, like in this world, like because when you think of something like quirk, you think of like superpowers. Yeah. Super strength, super speed, be able to shoot acid out of your hand yeah. or laser laser out of your belly button. Yeah, or, those things make sense. But this guy. It's not a, a super functioning all you camera. Need, all you need, you, you, you just go to Amazon and get the same shit. <laughs> but not in the same way. No, not in the He's same way. He's got lenses coming out of every But I'm saying, like, body. it's not a super Like, get a camera and you basically, you have the same ability as this guy. I guess. But I'm just talking about how does that work genetically? How, how, does, it, how does your genes know to create a to camera? Create a camera? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It'd be one thing if he was, like, you know, like a, a, a hero that combined himself with the camera but you can also make the same argument about uh Ida well not even just Ida but I was thinking about I thought Ida was surgery well I wasn't thinking no that's his quirk that's so weird but I was gonna say what I was gonna say is people that get a genetic mutation to control machines how does your genetic like especially considering machines are a new thing Mm. how does your body know to be able to be like okay now I can control all well I thought technopathy was a form of telekinesis like yeah. you're you're controlling the the wires and the circuits and the impulses within the the machine. What was that? I saw a mouse. What? <laughs> Where? It just ran behind the couch. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> we got mices. <laughs> we got mouses, you guys. So you're gonna throw a paper towel at it? It's gonna no, kill it. No, it was a clip, but I threw it at the couch instead. I tried to throw it at the wall. Hmm. To scare it. Okay, so you're gonna have a but mouse I, battle. But I didn't. I, I probably probably shouldn't announce that on the podcast. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. There's a lot of things I announced that I'm like I probably shouldn't have said that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, going back. But even if it's a, a level of uh, telepathy or whatever, it's still to control machines. Like your genetic mute. You had to mutate. Your body had to know that like fucking computers exist. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it was just weird to me because I'm like, so is there a quirk with like, I'm laptop quirk. I've got a laptop in my head. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. I mean, what am I even talking about? There's a, there's a Godzilla quirk. Someone's a Godzilla in yeah, this world. Godzilla, so. Yeah. <laughs> so forget what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, even either got fucking engines in your legs. So what'd you rate it? I would still give it a perfect vision. Really? Yeah. I don't even think you gave the last uh, recap episode Perfect Vision. No, because I think this one, the last one didn't show as much Ugh. of like the world. Okay. And stuff. So All it right. was it was more, the last one was more, it was more of a generic recap episode. But this one, I feel like they tried to do more with. Now granted, I'm not saying it's like on par with like, any of the my but 
I still feel like the fact that they try to do something different with a recap episode and the fact that I think I'm just more excited that the show is back, like to see these characters back and mm. talking about different things. I was I was like, ah, my hero. Mm. But Jordan, it's trash. No, I, I'm jealous. I wish I had your experience. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if I would have, but... Oh, yeah, I forgot the story. I yeah, was like, what is this? Under the circumstances, <laughs> there's no way. There was no way. So I watched it with my girlfriend, right? And she's got this weird thing where she can't watch anime unless it's dubbed. So I watched the dub of the episode. Oh, you didn't watch the sub? I didn't watch the sub. I don't like the dub. I don't like the dub. <laughs> I never watched the dub before, like fully. I've only like. I did. Clips. I watched. I went back and watched. I like, you said you watched the yeah. first season. Not the first season. The sec. The tournament. Was that the first season? Yeah, it was first season. Wait, the first tournament, right? The tournament where Todoroki fights Deku. Yeah. Yeah, that was season one. Oh. Um. Yeah, I've I've never watched the full episode of the dub. I've only watched like like scenes. All Might is Piccolo. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. So nothing resonated with me emotionally. Everything. Oh, so you didn't get All Might's voice. No. And when he was talking to Deku, yeah, look, even in the even in the beginning, you're next. Oh my god! <laughs> you like, didn't get the voice. No, and like <laughs> yeah. it just it pulled me out of the entire episode. Like it, it literally ruined the episode for me because like nothing was emotionally resonant. Even the scenes that I'm like, if this is sub, gotta go back. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't go back and watch. It's, it's already ruined for me. Like I, even the scene with All Might and Deku in this episode, I was like, I bet you if this was a subbed, I would feel something. But watching it was like watching two strangers. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like watching Piccolo. It just sounds so. Some things can work well dub. My Academia, for me at least, is not one of them. I just I couldn't get into it. all the, the 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 classmates' voices were terrible. I've gotten I've gotten sounding. to the point that I don't like I don't like the dub. I don't like it at all. Like it's even going so much back, more flat. Granted, originally I got into Dragon Ball Z watching the dub, and so yeah, I like Sean Schmeckle, whatever his name is. Yeah, me too. But I grew up with that. Yeah, I grew up with that. But even now, like I'm listen to I listen I'll go back and listen to. I'm like no, I'd rather listen to sub. Really? Yeah. See, I'm not with like DBZ, but that's like one of the few exceptions. Evil going. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. It's the same in the same breath. I'm not going back to rewatch those scenes in dub. You know what I'm saying? Once I've seen it, I've seen it. And I don't care enough about it to be like I really need. Especially since like I think one of the main reasons this I like is my the hero though. You're literally wearing a my hero hoodie. I know, I know, I know. But there's no point. <laughs> it's a recap episode. If it was like a real episode, I would. But for the recap, I'm like, I get the gist. I don't. I mean, it's just a shame that my first so, re-experience with My Academia was like, you're going to uh, watch next week's episode in dub too? Cause you're fuck to, that. You're going to watch it with her again? Nope. Never again. <laughs> I told her straight, I was like, I can't watch My Academia with you. Because if you're going to watch it in dub, I, I just can't. I it, They were strangers to me. Why? Is it because she doesn't want to read? <laughs> She's weird. Her whole thing is like, she doesn't... Yeah, it's, it's part she doesn't want to read, part she doesn't watch anime like diligently. Like she'll do other things while watching anime. So oh, to me, so I'm like that way you can still listen. Yeah, you know what they're saying. But to me, I'm like then you're not watching the episode. Yeah, you're not watching the episode. Like, what's the point? And like, and especially my academia, I'm a hundred percent invested in every episode. So I'm like, I'm never. There's never, there's never a moment where I'm like, I'm gonna look away for a second. No, I'm watching the episode. But not her. She's like, no, I need to. And if I do look away, I'm rewinding and what I miss. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And and I think the voice actors just in general for My Academia are just way better in terms of like they like yeah, even, even though like, I can't understand what they're even saying even the English version the the English version of Deku I'm like oh. it's flat it's just flat 
And then, like, I know I can't understand. People are like, you can't understand what they're saying in Japanese. So how? What does it matter what they sound like? But you can hear emotion. Yeah, you can hear emotion. Like, and and the the All Might voice actor and the Deku, basically all the voice actors in Academia are amazing. Like, they are some of the best voice actors I've ever seen in any anime ever. Yeah, like even like. Cause I think I did see this. Go Bakugo. Back. I was literally just about to say, like, thank you. The moment where Bakugo is crying, saying he thinks it was his fault. Yeah. That All Might lost his powers. His voice is cracking. I've heard the English version of that. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. Let me see if I can find oh, it. Oh, please pull it up. I, I, I'm, I'm morbidly curious, girl. Cause, cause, yeah, I can't understand what he's saying, but I can feel the emotion of what he's saying. And his voice was literally cracking as he was speaking. And I felt that. And a couple of, you know, reading the, the, the subs. I, mean, I don't even know what to put in the YouTube. Bakugo. Bakugo fights Deku Dub, probably. Oh, man. I just, I, it. I... So I'm going to give this up to a passable. But with a caveat of it's not my hero's fault. <laughs> it's my girlfriend's fault. <laughs> I was like, God damn you. All I right. was looking forward to this. And we started in sub, too. All right, hold on, guys. We're going to watch this dub real quick. All oh, Might knows it was my fault, but hasn't said anything. Everyone has to know, though. I can't get it out of my head. Why did I end up having to chase after someone who was always so far behind? I admired him so much. But it's because of me that he ended up losing his power. So what the hell am I supposed to do? That made me mad. <laughs> I, I am mad at that. I'm going to drop the, the clip of that in the podcast so you guys can actually hear it too. But I'm I'm physically upset by that. Like, that scene broke me when I first saw it. But if you I saw it in dub, saw the dub. <laughs> it would have no, no emotion. Terrible. He's so flat. They're all so flat. And even Piccolo, he's probably the most experienced guy that I could, I, you know, I, I at least know of him. Yeah, like, granted, if you got to do an English All Might, Piccolo is a good choice. But he's not. But he's, <laughs> but he's not. Yeah, that's what I'm not, saying. He's not as good Compared as the... to the guy that's the Japanese version of All Might. That's why, I like, when I heard that uh, Thor Ragnarok, the Japanese dub of Thor. Oh, was All Might? Was All Might. Perfect choice. Perfect. Because <laughs> he can do comedy. And he can do like uh, the sincerity, and he can be badass. Yeah, he can do all actually, of that. I want to see how that sounds. See, see if I can pull that up. I think I've seen that actually. Thor, I think it Thor. sounds good. But this is because, uh, so never say that like dub is the same as sub ever, because there, you, you, there's so much loss in translation, just in the nuances of the performance and stuff like that. I would, and for me personally, I like dubs a lot because, I, and this is not for everybody, but I remember I retain the information better when I read it and watch it. Yeah. You, you agree with that? Like, I, I tend to remember what happens better when I'm reading subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. When, I, when I'm just watching it. Oh, my God. So, shout out to you, Crystal. You ruined the first episode of My Hero for me. <laughs> so, yeah. I give I, I give it a passable. Um, never watch dub, guys. <laughs> That's the lesson here. Never, ever watch dub for My Academia or it will ruin the experience for you. And that's it for uh, Topics of the Week. Let's just jump right into the news because I had to be out of here at 2.30 and it's already 2.08. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote-unquote. I can call you a nigga. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand-me-down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. 
So let's try and do this as fast as possible. Okay, let's do uh, this trailer. Remember I said I had a trailer that I just thought of? What was the trailer? All right, come over here. Something that matters. It's called Black and Blue. You're blue now. I got to meet a CI. Whoa, 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 where are you going? Stay in the car. Listen, you already got rid of everyone that could talk. What the hell are you doing here, rookie? Whoa, 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 whoa. Just relax. We're all cops here. This isn't what it looks like. What the hell did you do? She had a body cam on! But we got a ghost! She's gone! Find her! Help! I think shot. Are you gonna bring that to my son? Ain't nothing for you in here! Let's get you out of here. We got her. Don't be stupid. All he wants is the body cam. I've been shot. What? You can't be in here with this. The police, they'll help you. It was the cops that shot me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. She cannot get back to the precinct to upload the footage on that camera. My cup runneth over. Every cop and criminal in this city is coming to find her. I want her dead. The Lord. Put everybody on him. Price on your head. What you gonna do? I'm gonna expose them. If they erase the system, all of this will be for nothing. This was your plan? We're still alive, aren't we? You got a hard choice to make right now. Are you one of us or are you one of them? She picked her side. Murder is murder. Don't matter who you are. I will fear no evil. All right. Black and blue. Look up the trailer, guys. I'd... Strong female characters. Hashtag. Yeah. Good ones. <laughs> Even from the trailer, that looks good. Yeah, I saw it. I actually saw that. When I was seeing Gemini Man, I was like, oh, shit. I've never heard this. Mo- this shit looks good. Was the Bonnie and Clyde movie in your... The Bonnie and Clyde movie, Queen of Slim, which is... I would say that's my number one most anticipated movie for the rest of this year. Yeah, that looks good, too. Queen of Slim. Like, I'm super excited to see that see, movie. I didn't, I didn't see the uh, black and blue in my trailer. Or my trailers. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man... You know, this, everybody's talking about Star Wars. No, my number this one, is the complete my opposite. number one most anticipated movie is Queen of Slim. This is the complete opposite of what I just said about like taking things from the headlines. But when you do something interesting like these two movies are doing, where it's like you know, black people and cops. How much has that been the headlines recently? But they're interesting premises. So a, a cop who was black who ends up being betrayed by the cops and ends up on the run from the cops and trying to clear her name. By getting the uh, the cam footage she has that shows that the cops are dirty out to the world. Yeah, and they, I guess they frame her because she's on the run. Well, I don't think they frame her, but they just upload her picture to like all the criminals and stuff, and put a bounty. They put a bounty on her head, basically. Mm, okay. And the Bonnie and Clyde movie was kind of because everybody because they because based on the trailer, everybody that they showed look at the looking at their phone, they look like criminals. Mm. So oh, they, so they, they're using the corrupt... Yeah, they're using the corrupt system to go after her. Because gotcha, even gotcha. Tyrese got the text. Yeah, that's another thing. Tyrese is in this and he doesn't look like a joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, like, not, he's not playing as fucking Fast and Furious. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I've seen Tyrese something serious, so... It was interesting. 
I that looks really good. When does it come out? It says coming it soon. Said coming it? soon, fall. Oh, okay. Oh, so it is this fall. Uh, but it's, I don't know when. It's pretty soon. Let me see for, if I can actually. For not to have a date, yeah. Because when does the Bonnie and Clyde movie come out? Uh, November. Queen and Slim, yeah. Queen okay. and Slim. The Black Bonnie uh, and Clyde. Oh, October 25th. It was so funny. When I was watching the trailer with my girlfriend, that was what I, we literally were saying. Like, oh, it's like, it's like the Black Bonnie and Clyde movie. Well, they said that in the movie. I know, movie. but then they make that joke in the movie, yeah. uh, in the trailer. Like, it comes oh. out October 25th. So they didn't, I feel like this movie's not going to make any money there because they didn't market this shit at all. Wait, when's it come out? October 25th. Isn't that like next week? That's next week. And I only just saw the trailer for it yesterday oh, man. when I saw uh, Gemini Man. It's so, doomed to fail. <laughs> which sucks because this movie looks like it's going to be pretty good. It does look good. And it's got so many superhero related people it's in racist. there. It's racist. They got, don't want to market black movies. It it's got Crossbones, Luke Cage, Thunder, Black Lightning. Um, Tyrese. Tyrese. I guess Fast and Furious is a superhero franchise. <laughs> uh, what's his face? I can't think of his name. They play Crossbones. Uh, fuck. I also forgot it. Fuck. Damn. It's what on the tip of my tongue. What is his name? Fuck. And I like him, too. Yeah, I'm blanking. All right. But yeah, I'm interested in that. Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo. Go. I knew it was something like that. I'm like, wow, it's like some Frank Castle's not it. <laughs> Close enough. All right. What's the next trailer? He looks like he could play Frank Castle. He does. Yeah. Um, next trailer is... Hold up. Next trailer. Oh, God. <laughs> what? So, we're living in an age of reboots. Something else is so. This movie is about to get a reboot, and it was the original was played by Eddie Murphy. Okay. Doesn't really matter what they are saying, cause I'm in love with the ending. Doolittle, not Doctor Doolittle. He's still Doctor Doolittle, but it's called to distinguish from the Doctor Doolittle movie. It's just called Doolittle. Are you Doctor Doolittle? to animals. Starring Robert Downey Jr. And Tom Holland as a puppy. Hashtag bring Iron Man back. Because why? I looked at the trailer for this movie. I said, this looks terrible. Maybe it's a kid's movie. But it doesn't play like one in the trailer. It doesn't play like one. It plays like Alice in Wonderland type version of Dr. Doolittle. Like they're trying to make it this epic sea adventure quest. Maybe the trailer is only trying to showcase like the CGI and technology. Because there's, there's barely even any dialogue from RDJ in this. No, he tells mostly a monkey the, it's to mostly calm the down. animals. Yeah, he's like, calm down, gorilla, calm down. With his weird accent. Yeah, like not British. Like what? Accent no, it, it definitely wasn't British. I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, and this seems based on the original Doctor Doolittle, like the. Yeah, the, as opposed to like the Eddie Murphy one. Yeah, Eddie Murphy one's more just comedy. Yeah, this, but even the, I like the Eddie Murphy, not the second one, but the first one. I mean, yeah, but I was also a kid. So I don't know what the fuck I liked back then. <laughs> I was dumb. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because uh, granted, uh, it's, not, it's, not the, it's not the same thing, but it's almost in the same vein. When you're a kid, you see you see things differently. Like 
Back back when like Little Mermaid came out, I thought Jodie Bennett or Benson, she was like the best singer ever. Like nobody could sing better than her. Which one's that? Is that Ariel? Is that Ariel? Oh, okay. And then I go back and listen to her now. It's like she. Right. <laughs> I wanna be where the people are. All right, yeah. Like she ain't like Whitney Houston. Like, oh like, God, no. <laughs> but all right, yeah. So I'm not interested in this movie at all. But I mean, I I do like RDJ, so I'm hoping for the best. It's not <laughs> like. Why, why, why do little? Yeah, why not? Where's Sherlock Holmes three? If I was him, I, yeah, I would only do Sherlock Holmes because we already established the first two movies. I think I, I think I'm retired to be honest. I was Iron Man. I, well, I mean, financially he could retire, but yeah. nobody wants to retire. Like even Stan Lee was working until he died. But do other stuff. Like, they always say the quickest way to die is to retire. So do other stuff, other creative ventures, produce things, make movies. Don't. Well, he did. He produced The Judge, and he starred in it, and I didn't make any money. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, then. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like RDJ And then won. I'm also like, who's the studio won. behind this? Is this Paramount? What, is, what are you doing? Oh, no. Uh, it's all Paramount. It's all, all the trash movies are Paramount. I think it's cute that Tom Holland's a puppy in it. That's adorable. Tom Holland's in everything. Speaking of another movie that Tom Holland is in, uh, another trailer. So, uh, Pixar. Slash Disney released the trailer for Onward. What do you think about Onward, Jordan? Um, I think I like this trailer a lot more than the original trailer. Oh, original... you know, it's Universal Doolittle. Oh, okay. Well, oh, they... actually, no, no, no. What? Sorry, I take it back. What? <laughs> I said Queen of Slum is my number one most anticipated movie of the year. I just thought about it. This is my number one most anticipated movie of the year because I'm like, I cannot fucking wait to talk about it. Cats. Wait, what? Cats. The most anticipated movie is Cats. It's Cats. Why? Because I cannot wait because that movie is going to be so fucking terrible. I cannot wait to talk about it. Oh, well, that's just a different reason why you like <laughs> No, but that's my, number, that's my number one anticipated movie of the year because it's going to be so terrible. You're crazy. Oh, my God. I feel like it's going to be like the number one comedy of the year. It's not supposed to be. But yeah, anyway, what did you think of Onward? Uh, yeah, I like this a lot more than the original Oh, and trailer. also, Doolittle's coming out in January. That tells you oh, yeah, everything you need to know right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, 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 the whole premise of trying to bring back their father for a day, and he's only half brought back, so he's, like, he's just legs. I mean, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, he's kind of like Goku, almost, except minus the halfway. It's like Goku plus Weekend at Bernie's, because <laughs> they try and dress him up like he's all there, but he's not. It's kind of terrifying, but I'm intrigued to see where it yeah, goes. Yeah, I was like, this is not cute for like a kid's movie. It's like a half a body. And then I'm also like, if the magic only works for a day, you got half of them. Shouldn't the magic still, you got half the magic. So shouldn't it still disappear? I don't get it. I don't get it either. Take that wand away from Tom Holland because he's yeah. fucking shit up. He even makes uh, Chris Pratt small at the end. So yeah, you don't want that kid to have a wand. <laughs> he's no Doctor Strange, I'll say that. He's no Harry Potter yeah. or Hermione. <laughs> He's more like Ron. Swish and flick. Uh, anyway, so it's a couple. It's a lot of trailers this week. And for the most part, with the exception of Black and Blue and Onward, all the rest of them, I don't give a fuck about. So next trailer, that I don't give a fuck about. Uh, Charlie's Angels released a second, second trailer. Jordan, you loved it? Nope. Charlie's Angels? Don't care. Don't care at all. Not for me. <laughs> Just definitely not for me. Though Picard is in it, so cool <laughs> i'm like who's i'm like who's xavier playing he's gonna be charlie is he because they usually don't show charlie they usually don't but this is a charlie's angels for a new age and isn't he gonna use a british accent does that make sense 
Yeah. So I guess maybe maybe he is Charlie. Yeah. I mean, they made Bosley a woman. I hope they wouldn't make Charlie a woman too. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Char- Charlie Theron. Charlie. Yeah. I'm not. My name's not Charlie. I'm Charlie's. <laughs> um. Another movie I don't care about. Uh, Jungle Cruise. I was about to say Jungle Fever. He's got Jungle Fever. Uh, starring The Rock. What did you think about Jungle Cruise? It looks like Jumanji plus The Mummy. Yeah, it looks like a generic Jumanji. I don't give a fuck about that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said all trailers we don't care about. Yeah, man. I, I, I want it to. That's why I watched the trailer in the first place. I think like, oh. this is Disney too. Feels like it. <laughs> I mean, it has to be Disney because it's the Disney ride. Oh, yeah. Jungle sure. Cruise is a Disney ride. I don't know. Same thing with, they're trying to make this next Pirates of the Caribbean, I guess, because even at the end, it's like, oh, the curse is real. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Great. Again, More another zombies. thing I don't care about, Lady and the Tramp. Oh, uh, these live action remakes. I, w- I will say the uh, the dogs emoted way more than the lions did in Lion King. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with that, but I think it's because dogs are more emotive in general. I mean, like the, a lion doesn't emote the same way that a dog does. No, they don't. But at the same time, you don't see dogs like do what they did in the trailer. No, no, no. But a lot of the head movements and stuff, you can kind of like, oh, I know how dogs how dogs react to things. It's like because he's sad or he's curious or you know. Yeah, a cat just kind of looks at you with dead eyes. <laughs> but I'm also like, who in the Disney pantheon of executives said, you know what movie we need to remake and live action? Lady and the Tramp. Anything that involves talking animals just shouldn't be fucking live yeah, action. Look who's talking now. Yeah, it <laughs> really is. Again. Yeah, and that didn't make that much money. No, and it's all really Which based around. Actually, I think I told, I think I mentioned this before on a podcast. They're they're actually rebooting. Look who's talking. What? The fuck yeah why I, I don't, money I think, yeah. I think it's i think it's paramount i think it's paramount just anything that had a brand name they're trying to bring back eh? i, I think it's paramount that's trying yeah. to reboot it because literally relating to the trend the only scene i remember as a kid watching was the the spaghetti scene it's like the only iconic moment of that movie i barely remember who even the villain was i think it was the dog catcher but i'm not even sure about that so yeah i'm not excited just watch the fucking well i guess it's a really old animated movie it's so still maybe. old but so bad let's go go watch the original I would love to just ask a kid. Like, I would want to sit a kid down, have him watch the, the animated version, have him watch the live action version, and honestly ask the kid, which did you prefer? Because I feel like, would a kid care? Would a kid be like. No, look who's talking reboot is going to be Sony. Stupid. <laughs> going to get John Travolta to come back for it? No. Stupid. Well, yeah, would, would you care? What are you saying? Yeah, would the kid care? Like, would the kid be like, no, I like the live action one better. It's more real. Like, what? Like, I don't feel like as a kid, you wouldn't see even the oldness of the cartoon like lion king i can kind of get because that's still more in the cultural zeitgeist that was not that long ago but lady and trap came out in like the fucking 40s so you're saying that's probably their remake yeah okay i, I don't disagree with that 100 percent. the same with the with uh, jungle book like that movie was so like it's such an old animated movie that i could see kids because even I, you know i take it back i feel like they did enough even me as a kid i was like eh, this is old timey I feel like they did enough that was different. Even Cinderella, they did enough to change. Like I feel like that was the best of these Disney remakes because they did enough to make it different that it justified why it needed a remake. But these other ones, it's like they're just remaking, like literally remaking it beat for beat, just changing it to live action. But I mean, the formula is working in the sense that they keep making money. So I don't know. Yeah, I can't say shit that they're making money. So. <laughs> But uh, final trailer, uh, Klaus. 
which is a Netflix movie about basically a real life, not real life because it's animated, but a real life version of Santa Claus. How he came about and the leg- how his legend came about. And it looked kind of interesting. What'd you think? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a realistic Santa Claus movie animated for Netflix. Yeah, I'd rather... It looked interesting, but I'm like, I'd rather see like... Because you know, I don't know if you know this, but uh, in the Marvel Universe... He's an Omega level mutant. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Santa Claus is an Omega level mutant in, Mar- in the Marvel comics. What's his power? Everything. <laughs> what? I'm gonna Google it real quick. Oh, I hate he comics. Can make, he, can like, he can like warp reality. What? He, he has super strength. Is he a villain he's, or a good guy? He's a he, not. Nah, he's like neutral. <laughs> neutral. <laughs> uh, ho ho ho! Like. He he, there there's also been debates of like him possibly being as powerful as like Frank, uh, Franklin Richards, Santa Claus. Where is he? Like why why has he never come up other than whatever the comic he was in that this came up in? <laughs> like if he's that powerful, like <laughs> I don't know. And he's really delivering gifts to kids. You can say the same thing about like the one above all. Why does he never show up? That's <laughs> fucking weird. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Uh, hold up. What a weird conceit. So I'm like, you're going to do Santa Claus. That's the Santa Claus I want to see. I hate it. <laughs> I hate everything about it. But yeah, he's he's uh he has a he has magical abilities to warp reality. He uh is immortal. He has uh he can teleport. He could change the size of objects. Um he can lift 2 tons. Why? <laughs> Why? What, what comic was this? You know what? I don't even care. I said it's Marvel, huh? But yeah, uh, that was the last trailer. But anyway, enough about Santa Claus. Yeah, please. <laughs> I want a time limit, so we gotta hurry. So, uh, so, no, so I'll skip that. Will Smith is working on a Fresh Prince uh, spinoff. What? It's like a show? Yeah, a show. Like he's older, it's continuity. He's he's old, Fresh Prince. Well, it's not gonna be him. It's a spinoff. So for who? It doesn't say. It just says he's working on a Fresh Prince spinoff. Okay. And he's team he's teaming back up with uh some of the original team from the original show. And I'm just like, but why though? It's gonna be Jaden Smith as the Fresh Prince. Um. With that said, uh, let's talk about the box office. So, uh, the Joker was still number one at the box office, beating Gemini Man, making uh, fifty-five million at the box office, only dropping like not even that much because the opening weekend it made like ninety something, and Gemini Man didn't even come in second place. Gemma Adams Family came in second place with thirty point two million. And Gemini Man came in third place with twenty point five million. So yeah, Gemini Man did terrible. Did terrible. <laughs> There's no excuse. There's your opening like, weekend. That Adams family beat Gemini Man. That's fucking crazy to me. And you know what else is fucking crazy to me? That they are saying that the Joker could possibly, as the way it's looking now, Joker could be on par to make a billion dollars. Really? 
Yes. A radar, is it the first ever radar billion dollar movie? I believe it will be the first ever ever. Cause what did Venom make? Like 800 million or something like that? 800 million, yeah. Mm. So, and that's mostly based on international numbers because, I mean, for it to make a billion dollars, it only opened at 90 something million here overseas and then it went to 55 in the second weekend. So, that's got to be for the uh, international box office. But either way, like, just the fact that, and if it does make a billion dollars, that'll be Warner Brothers' first billion dollar movie this year. But also with that, like, the fact that Joker made a billion dollars, if, if it does, Joker made a billion dollars, but Justice League didn't make a billion dollars. Because Justice League was trash. <laughs> but still, I'm just like... Just, did Venom make more than Justice League already? Yeah, it did. But yeah. I'm just like, but just thinking about that from a franchise standpoint, that's fucking sad. <laughs> it is fucking sad. Like, very sad. Mm. And it also shows you that, it, you know, bigger doesn't mean better. But also with that, all the success that jo- uh, Joker is having, Warner Brothers was very nervous about uh, this movie to the point that uh, Warner Brothers split the proceeds and the financing for this movie between two different studios. Uh, Bronze Studios and Village Roadhouse to assist in financing the movie because they didn't know if this movie would make money or not. So to avoid taking the full financial hit, they split, they split the cope, they split the financing. Which also kind of sucks because if it does make a billion dollars, they gotta got it. They instead of taking all that money for themselves, they gotta split that again, split the financing. But it also goes to show like they're not necessarily confident because even think about how they thought about with Wonder Woman, how they weren't confident with Wonder Woman making money, and they thought Wonder Woman was gonna flop. That's also why they kind of didn't want the No Man scene to be in there. Jordan's not listening to a word I'm saying. Yeah, sorry, but I am. No Man's Land scene, Wonder Woman. What did I say before that? I don't know. <laughs> one time limit, Michael. I got no time. There's no time. But you're on a time limit. You're talking about being on a time limit. Now I got to repeat myself. Uh, no, it's fine. They, take it out more time. No, no, the audience heard it. It's fine. <laughs> There's no conversation then. The audience heard it, but they can't respond back to me. Oh, I had to respond? Yes. What? I, what I, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's the response. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> With that said, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, do you think Joker needs a sequel? Um, I know Joaquin Phoenix was saying he wasn't going to do a yeah, sequel. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's open to a sequel. Yeah, but now he's saying he's open to it because it's stuck in his head or whatever, which yeah. sounds very Heath Ledger-y, so I'm like, hmm, a little scared for you. <laughs> um, I, I would be interested to see where that Joker goes. And does that open th- up the door? I don't want it. Hey man, I, I want a good. Joker. I don't think this version of Joker can, can take a on Batman. a yeah, can handle a Batman. <laughs> They'd have to level him up. It'll have to be like a. And granted, it won't be as like gritty, realistic. And in plus, the next movie. he's like fucking. He's old. I don't care. He's a good actor, and it's a good I don't Joker. See this Joker taking on like this is the this is he calls himself the Joker, but he's not the Joker. Like I said, they, if they wanted to, they can give the bullshit reason of oh, why he was in prison or why he was in in Arkham. He, he trained his mind, and now he's sharp, even though he seems crazy. Is that stupid? A little bit, yes. but uh, <laughs> it's better than nothing. But otherwise, I don't, I can't see where else the story's going. Like, I don't want him just to get out, and then he's just living his life as Arthur Fleck again. Like, that's backwards. You gotta go full Joker, and Joker, this Joker can't be Joker, so we need him to become Joker. <laughs> but also with that, uh, Joker... Because it's, you know, all this talk about Oscar buzz and it being in the zeitgeist, they also, 
named the the actual stairs that he went up and down in the Bronx a religious site on uh, like Google Maps or something like that. A religious they site? They said it's a religious site. <laughs> Why? Because it was in the movie. I don't know. Oh, good. <laughs> but... Because Joker is in the, it even did a sketch on SNL, which I didn't watch, but it's hilarious, dude. The Grouch, <laughs> because it's uh, such a phenomenon in the culture right now, and Joker is the it villain or character right now. Mm. Joker porn has skyrocketed on Pornhub. You know what? I haven't even thought about that. I'll do some research later today. <laughs> but I was like, that's a category. Joker porn. Joker porn. I'm sure there's Joker porn parodies. There's, there's DC porn parodies. But it said the biggest surge came on Sunday, the holy day. Uh, the site reported 291,628 searches for Joker porn. Because they want him to finally fuck Zazzy Beats. <laughs> and the article says, it's a good thing that someone died for y'all's sins because not because if not, you'd be royally cooked. <laughs> yeah, that's true, though. I'm not going to look that up later. I totally will. <laughs> Joker, but we could look it up right now. <laughs> I don't watch porn with you. <laughs> this is my research. Well, it's not like I'm going to be if it's straight porn. I'm like, oh, oh it's going to be straight porn. Yeah, I'm not that interested. <laughs> I'm sure there's gay Joker porn too, though. Well, yeah, they with had Batman. A, it has to be. I was going to say they had a gay Justice League parody. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so they had a drag queen as the Wonder Woman character. I mean, Joker and Batman porn just makes sense, <laughs> to be honest. Well, it's probably not going to be. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. But anyway. Uh, speaking of something else that might spike, I don't think this is going to happen, but there's a rumor that Disney is looking to buy Spider-Man from Sony for a total of $5 billion. But Sony's asking for 15. Oh shit. Like, ah, uh, yeah, I right. run them pockets, Disney. We know you got more. Uh, we know you rich as fuck. And we know Disney doesn't have that money. Not right now. They just bought fucking Fox for like $72 billion or whatever. Yeah, what is money? But just debt I'm saying and right now, they don't have, like, yeah. they got to recoup all that money but back. But to be fair, Sony's smart because they know that they're going to make that money back. But that's, over if they, time. but that's if they actually. If it's even real, if they actually yeah, do it, this is, right? a, this is a rumor. Remember Star Wars though? How much did they buy that for? And they already made four. their money they, back. They, they bought it for four billion, and they made that back already, right? Yeah, yeah. See, they know. But Star Wars is like a slow. But like, it'll take years to make it back. But eventually. But at, same, but at the same time, like, you don't need it. Like to spend five billion dollars, like Just for Spider Man. The MCU is already making a billion dollars per movie at this point. Yeah, but not, it's Spider Man money. You want that but even th- but even still, Spider Man didn't make as much as like what Avengers or I no, think but it made, it's like top four, right? I don't know if it's higher than Captain Marvel and Black Panther, but that's what I was gonna say. Did Black pa- uh, did Black Panther make more? I think Black Panther made more. Yeah, but that's still in game. I think Infinity War is in there. Is Infinity War a billion? Yeah, Infinity War is definitely a billion. Okay, so yeah, in game Infinity War, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Spider Man, Avengers, Avengers two. Oh, they, they both crossed a billion? Iron Man 3. Okay, so it's 8. Captain America Civil War. That was also a billion? Yes. But think about all the other ones you listed. They're all ensembles. The only three characters that have gotten over a billion solo have been Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. So you want, you want those big three. And that honestly would have been the big three of the new, the new phase. Even though Captain Marvel didn't deserve that at all. But no. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think it should be Thor still. Thor, Black Panther. Oh Spider-Man. wait, did Ragnarok make a billion? I don't think so. I could be wrong though. I don't think it did. 
Now I'm saying it out loud. I'm pretty sure it didn't. Um, no, I made $854 million. Yeah, like Venom money, which is ridiculous. But <laughs> Yeah. And if they get Spider-Man back, maybe they can also do that Venom shit better. Do Venom right. Venom, gonna get in them. But speaking of doing something right, the Deadpool writers have confirmed that Deadpool will be rated R in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Because it better be. <laughs> like, if it's not, Marvel has promised to continue to let us play in the rated R Deadpool universe, and the hope is that they will also let us veer into the MCU a little bit as well and play in that sandbox. <laughs> We swear, but guys, at the same, swear. but at the same time, part of me is like, well, didn't uh, Bob Iger make a promise to George Lucas? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Promises mean nothing when it comes to the mouse. <laughs> so yeah, but anyway, uh, also uh, Taika Waititi came out and said that uh, for the Jane Foster Thor story, he may give her, he may do the breast cancer thing as a reason why she's Lady Thor. Oh, so they they might actually do that. Uh, he basically said, I think that's a really powerful part of the books. I think it's really cool that she's fighting this thing and there's this, and there's two battles going on. Personally, I really love that story, but whether it ends up in the film is yet to be seen. Are they not filming it? Is that why? We're not sure, we're not sure if we're going to do a complete lift of that whole storyline. These things change through the shoot and even when we're editing sometimes. Like, let's get rid of that storyline where she's got breast cancer. We'll change that it seems to like a pretty else. big thing to throw out. Or maybe she's fine. That kind of needs to be the focus if that's going to be but he's it. He's probably like, he's probably said like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say that we're going to do it because then you kind of know where we're going with the story. Yeah. It seems weird for her to be a secondary character and for the her dying of cancer to be not the most important part of the story though. You know what I'm saying? But that's just me. That's just me. I don't know. But also something else that might be part of the story, uh, Brie Larson is basically saying every Marvel MCU woman have confronted Kevin Feige about doing an all-female a basically an A-Force movie. I don't want it. She said, uh, I'm like Jon Snow. I don't want it. <laughs> she says, it's something, it, it is something, well, wait, I will say that a lot of female cast members from Marvel walked up to Kevin and we were like, we are in this together. We want to do this. What that means, I have no idea. You know, I'm not in charge of the future of Marvel, but it is something that we're really passionate about and we and we love. And I feel like if enough people out in the world talk about how much they want it, maybe it'll happen. I do want it, but I don't want Brie Larson in it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because like, if she's in it, she's a focus. Fuck that. I hate Brie Larson. Oh, my God. I don't know what I want to happen, but I, I just want something to prevent her from getting her own series of movies. I don't dislike Brie Larson. I just don't like her as Captain Marvel. I do. Fuck her. I'll <laughs> say it for the both of us. <laughs> fuck her. But uh, speaking of fucks, okay. uh, so there's some controversy with uh, Jeremy Renner. And basically his ex-wife is saying that he tried to shoot her with a gun and threatened to kill himself. What? For real? Yes. But Jeremy Renner is firing back in legal documents claiming that his ex-wife abuses drugs and alcohol in front of their daughter and stating that she's making and she's making up the allegations because she's pissed that their relationship never worked out and she's looking for a cash grab. And Jeremy Renner is insisting that he does it because she also claims he's talking about he abused drugs and alcohol and all that other stuff. And uh, Jeremy Renner is insisting that he does not abuse drugs and alcohol and even states that he submitted a random drug testing uh, for three months to defeat her claims. And according to Renner, those tests all came back negative 
and she's the one with the drug problem. Oh, my God. And Jeremy Renner states that he even hired a mental health specialist to monitor his visits with her to prove he was both sober. Oh, his no. My uh, mental health specialist with his daughter to prove that he was both sober and capable and a capable parent. And the document that he laid out also has a timeline of Renner's film releases and the history of his wife's alleged allegations against him, including sexual and physical assault of his daughter and his wife suggesting that there's plans of her, wait plans her attack to bring Jeremy bad press during his movie runs. So basically, Jeremy Renner's going through a bunch of fucking drama right now. Sounds like it. So it also um, makes me wonder. So here's my. Does this might this put the kibosh on the Hawkeye movie or Hawkeye Disney Plus? Oh my god, I hope not. Here's my. See, we look at things just too differently. Kind of like I'm kinda, always looking at the bullshit political drama bullshit. I was gonna say kind of like where uh, it seemed like uh, Warner Brothers kind of backtracking on like uh, what's his face in the Harry Potter movies. Wait, what? As a uh, as a. Uh, the fuck is his name the wizard with uh johnny depp oh um yeah fuck uh grindelwald yeah um i mean what do you how do you feel about this because politics hashtag believe all women michael <laughs> what was the question how do you feel about this because oh. hashtag believe all women michael <laughs> i mean i don't know uh, this story just came out <laughs> Like there's two sides. Like both of them are saying this one's lying, this one's lying. So I don't, I don't know. Hmm. That's not even. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking. Well, there's there's a there's a segment of the population. That's what I was just saying. My thought, hashtag believe all women. My thought process was that was the Me Too movement. <laughs> yeah, I was. My thought process is is, is this going to fuck up Hawkeye? That's what I care. <laughs> That's what I care about. That's also what I care about. But I think stuff like this is why the hashtag believe all women thing is stupid. Like believe facts, believe the truth. Don't just believe. Well, you don't know. Well, we don't know what the truth is. Regardless, when you say believe all women, you disregard whatever the, the information you might have or might not have is because you're only looking at. Oh, it's a woman saying it. It must be true. And that's why it's bullshit. Like you should never just look at like even if it's believe all men. Still stupid. Like <laughs> you shouldn't believe any one sex. No one sex is more truthful than the well, other. Well, yeah, but just because the 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 hashtag exists, it doesn't literally mean. Every single woman doesn't tell a lie. It's, it's just like the like when people say, "Oh, don't say all lives matter." It's not literally saying all lives don't matter. It's just like statistically speaking, black. Why are you looking at me like you're mad? Because <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Why? Because why? what you're saying isn't like not the same thing. Like that'd be as if Black Lives Matter. The hashtag was. Black lives only matter. But it's like... And people were like, but, oh, but no, all lives like, matter. It's like the same thing of people getting mad if you say all lives matter. It's like, why are you saying that over black lives? Like, people get mad if you say all lives matter over black lives matter. Because all lives matter came from a like a, a, a opposition to black lives matter. It's, it's, a, it's a response to it. It's, it's, it is insinuating that black lives matter is saying that only black lives matter, which is wrong. It's not the same thing. I don't know. Because I, I <laughs> I'm like, it's not the same. I, this is just because like it's not the same. I hate hashtags. That's why I'm like, I hate gimmicky hashtags. Where it's like, it, oh, say this thing, it means it's true. Like, no. Well, it yeah, because I'm like, in anything, because I look at it in just a different way. Because I'm like, in anything, there's no absolutes. Like, it's not to say, because there's stories that come out, yeah, this woman lied about being raped and about by a black guy or whatever. So it's like, yeah, yeah I'm not, so I don't necessarily look at like the believe all women is the absolute, like women are, don't lie about yeah, yeah. potentially being raped. It's just yeah, a yeah. hash, it's just a, like a 
soundbite. Cool, yeah. cool, I'm not cool, saying cool. you're saying that. I'm just saying that like there's a there's a segment of the Twitter population that does abide by that, and it's stupid. Like, but it goes back to you know people like to just jump on a bandwagon without really even thinking about what it even means. But I think the worst part of you know, and again, I'm going back to I'm not against the Me Too movement. I think it does very important things. It it, it shed a lot a lot of light on things that do need to be fixed in our society. But at the same time. When you go too far with it, that's where the stupid shit like, oh, all lives matter or or believe all women comes up. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> like, think for yourself. I don't think with a hashtag. But yeah. My inclination with this thing is, man, I hope Hawkeye is not lying because <laughs> he's Hawkeye. <laughs> and I don't want it to ruin things. But, but that's another thing. You're already thinking about, oh, man, it's going to affect the, the Hawkeye show. Sometimes shit like this, when it comes out, like, even though there's no evidence... Just the stigma of it will, will destroy their opportunities. And I think that's bullshit too. Same thing with like James Gunn and like the, the fucking pedophilia shit. Oh, he made jokes and that means he's a pedophile and I was gonna get fired for it. Like I hate that reactionary culture we're in. It's stupid. That's my rant about politics for the day. <laughs> well, this this is a reactionary c- culture thing that I don't hate. Gargoyles is confirmed Ooh. for a Disney streaming service. Oh. <laughs> are you gonna say like a live action movie no. or something you get to go back and watch old episodes of Gargoyles I could do that now <laughs> but illegally <laughs> yeah that's true alright alright cause with that said Disney re- Disney released a three hour trailer of all the stuff that's gonna be on the streaming service three hour trailer three hour trailer I didn't watch I how watched. was that a trailer that's a, that's a movie that's Avengers <laughs> Like I read a list. I don't need to watch a three hour thing showing me all the things that's gonna be in it. <laughs> but anyway, also with that uh said, uh so I talked about Martin Scorsese shit talking uh Marvel movies last week. But uh guess who else jumped on that bandwagon? Who? She she's a prominent actress, Jordan. The best actress in the world. The best actress in the world? Yes. Uh Scarlett Johansson? No. <laughs> She's in Marvel. Why would she shit talk Marvel movies? Oh, I don't know. Wait, the best actress in the world. And- yes. I don't know. Give me a hint. She was in Friends. Already, I know that you're now you're yeah. just a <laughs> Not truly the best actress in the world, you liar. Who is it? Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> oh, uh, who is that? Rachel? I don't know. I didn't watch Friends. Wow, come on, man. <laughs> I think it's Rachel. Isn't Rachel Phoebe whatever? No, no. Phoebe. Wait, what? Phoebe and Phoebe are different characters. Phoebe's the the quirky one. Rachel's the one that's. The I know. I thought interest. that was the actress' name, Phoebe. No, no, Phoebe's the the quirky weird one. No, oh, well, I don't know. So, anyway, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston basically came out and said it wasn't until the last couple of years when these streaming services were just sort of exploding with this amount of quality that I actually started to think, wow, that's better than what I just did. And then you're seeing what's available out there, and it's just diminishing and diminishing in terms of. It's just big Marvel movies or things that I'm not ju- that or things that I'm not just asked to do or really that interested in living in a green screen. So basically, I say fuck you. Who cares? You're just mad because nobody's asked you to be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> That's really what it sounds because you literally just said or it's things that I'm just not asked to do. Yeah. Cause, anyway, because <laughs> it's like Marvel comes out with three or four movies a year. What's going on with the rest of the year? Or even like take this year, for example, there was Avengers Endgame and Spider-Man and technically Spider-Man is not even a Marvel movie. So 
Marvel's not oversaturating the market. It's just we have a Marvel movie every year now, or two Marvel movies, or three Marvel movies, or next year I think there's four Marvel I think it's movies. Jelly those but movies that do it's well. four <laughs> movies. It's four movies out of how many? Yeah. But they're the biggest movies. of yeah, the Yeah, they're years. the biggest movies of the year, yeah. but they're not the only movies that are being like. Yeah. Don't be jealous. <laughs> That's essentially what it sounds yeah. like. She's peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> It's peanut butter jelly time. And peanut I'll... butter jelly time. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Then there she go. There she go. <laughs> but uh, also with that, uh, Martin Scorsese has doubled down on his comments regarding... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised he even responded to more. Uh, hold on. Let me see. No, these are old comments. Peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, and a baseball bat. Why was there a baseball bat in that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, memes. Peanut butter jelly and a baseball bat. Now break oh, it down okay, and it freeze. Is. Break it down and freeze. All right. <laughs> he says, uh, the big issue, he said, we need theater owners to step up. Wait, wait, what? Oh, he said, the value of a film that is like a theme park film, for example, the Marvel pictures, where the theaters become amusement parks, that's a different experience. It's not cinema. It's something else. Whether you go for it or not, it is something else. We shouldn't be invaded by it. And so that's a big issue. We need the theater owners to step up to that, to allow theaters to show films that are narrative films. A narrative film can be one long take for three hours, you know? It doesn't have to be conventional beginning, middle, and end. So basically, he's just, again, doubling down on the fact that he thinks Marvel theaters are amusement parks, which I will say I do agree with in that sense, in the sense that, yeah, they they're are fun. spectacle. Yeah, <laughs> they're fun movies. <laughs> they are spectacles, but they're also cinema. Robert Downey Jr. also commented on this on Howard I Stern. I saw that. But he was I, trying to be nice. He was trying to be nice, but Robert, Howard Stern's also a terrible interviewer because he was also trying to make him say something negative. Yeah, he was trying to make him say something negative. Yeah. But at the same time, Robert Downey Jr. is probably like, I'd want to be in a Martin Scorsese movie, so I'm not going to shit talk him. Yeah. Why would you? Like, I see where, the, where Scorsese is coming from, but at the same time, you know, it's like an old-fashioned mentality to have. I don't like people at all that just across the board go, mm, this isn't real cinema. It's like, fuck you. If it's a movie and it moves, it's cinema. Yeah, there are people that worked on this movie. There are people yeah. that are passionate about this movie. It's yeah. a movie. It's in the theaters. Yeah. Now, is it uh, like a, like a, a I don't know, a, a deep film? Maybe not. But it's still cinema, still a movie. What are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> I just saw that mouse again. <laughs> oh, come on, man. You're freaking me out over here. <laughs> where is it? It just ran that way. It ran under the where the liquor is. What the fuck? <laughs> don't. You're not going to see. It's probably all. I don't know. <laughs> well, mice can like go yeah, like, under anything. Yeah, under anything. Yeah. Because they don't you, have they don't have spines. I told you about the mouse I saw going to that theater. Like it, like it went underneath one of the, like the doors of a theater, and then there's like no space. Like literally as much space as your door right there has, which is basically none. Is I'm like what the fuck is his bones? <laughs> like, the fuck. But I'm like, how does that work for the rest of his body? Like it doesn't have a spine, but it has a skull, right? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it can. Coll- it's like that uh, Flash villain that was like. Remember the guy with the mask. Vaguely? That he was like contorting. Oh, 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 with the dreadlocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ragdoll. That's what that's what mice are. I don't remember that name. <laughs> but uh, uh 
pressed for time, so I'll skip this one. Uh, Venom, they're adding another villain besides Carnage to the movie. And it's going to be another Spider-Man villain who I've never fucking heard of called Shriek. So just another different colored symbiote? It's like a yellow symbiote. With hair, I think. I think it has red hair. She doesn't look like a symbiote in this picture. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Never mind. Maybe I'm thinking about the, a different character. I thought it was a yellow symbiote with red hair. I could be wrong. It says, a drug dealer named Francis Baronson became the volatile shriek after several after severe trauma allowed her latent mutant powers to emerge. In the comics, those powers include sonic energy blasts, flight, and the ability to stir up dark and violent emotions in others. What does that have to do with Carnage and Venom? <laughs> I don't know. No but idea. I'm like, you already got Carnage. Why are you over, not oversaturating, but why are you adding another, why do we need another villain? <sighs> is Carnage the actual villain of, this, of the movie? Or he's got to he... be if he's fighting Venom. Maybe they team up. To fight Shriek? Yeah, I know. Stupid, <laughs> stupid right? <laughs> but I mean, I guess it could work because sound. Uh, yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> it's very stupid. But anyway, uh, I know you didn't see this movie, Blind Spotting, but he was also. Uh, did you see? No, you didn't see Hamilton. Who am I asking? But he yeah. was also he was also one of the main leads in Hamilton. But David Diggs has been cast as Sebastian for uh, Little Mermaid. Under the sea. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. I gotta get out of here. Let's talk about Catwoman and get out. I was just about to say that's next. All right. <laughs> Wait, Yaya Abdul Mateen is the lead, and uh, he's been cast as the lead in Matrix Four. And speaking of somebody else cast as the lead, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Has been cast as the as Catwoman, Selena Kyle, in uh, Batman. I'm not a fan. <laughs> oh, you're not a fan? No. Oh, thank God! <laughs> I thought it was gonna be me over here. I'm like, oh, because I don't like black people. First of all, she's not that good of an actress. Wasn't she in Creed? No. Wait, then who's the girl? That's in Creed? Tessa Thompson. Oh, that's right. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Wait, so what's she been in? Um, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You say that. It's funny because someone was like, oh, have you seen her in this movie? Then shut the fuck up before you do. I'm just like, I just, same thing with the, the I'm, I'm just tired of race swapping. Just let Catwoman be Catwoman. Let her be the slain cow from the comics. I want an accurate Batman and Catwoman fucking. X-Men First Class. God damn it. Which I don't remember her in. <laughs> Who the fuck was she in X-Men First Class? Oh, was she the fucking angel girl? Yeah, she was the angel girl. Wow. Okay, well, I, I can't judge her by that because she has no role. She was in Dope, but I don't remember her in Dope. Don't oh, the girl. Oh, the... That got drunk in the bedroom, bathroom, whatever. I vaguely remember. I vaguely remember that. She was in Mad Max Fury Road, apparently. Oh, she was the voice of Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie, which I don't remember. Mm. She was in Ken. I don't remember her in Ken. Oh, she was Lita Lestrange in Fantastic Beast. I don't remember her in that either. And she was the voice of Mary Jane Watson in uh, Spider-Man is the Spider-Verse. What? <laughs> hmm. The voice of Mary Jane? <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, I went on a rant about that before. I was like... I don't know. I just, if I, anything, I saw it again. But if anything... Oh, oh I saw this time too! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a rare Pokemon. Rattata! <laughs> <laughs> But if anything, why not just why make it? running back and forth? <laughs> I don't know. It's going to run past your leg. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> but if anything, I'm just like, make her a Latina actress. Catwoman, like, Catwoman's I, mother is Cuban in and, the comics. And now we're getting to that point where like, now I'm starting to you know, kind of understand the argument of other races. They're like, why is everything got to be black bent? 
Like, why can't it be Latino? Why yeah, can't why it can't it be Native American? Yeah, it's like uh, Black Panther. I think it's just Black Panther. I think Black Panther was successful, and now it's like, oh, black people can get us money. Let's make everything black. Like, that's what it feels like. Because that's a good question. Like, because even even point, Commissioner Gordon, like, granted, he's also black. Yeah. Granted, Jeremy Wright is a fucking fantastic actor. Okay. But so is uh, why is his name drawing a blank on me right now? I don't know who is it. You're fired. Oh, uh, fuck. For whatever reason, I want to say Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but that's clearly not his name. <laughs> I don't know. My brain's not working right now. I know you're talking about J. Joe Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. I, why can't I think of his name? Photos of Spider-Man. It's going to bother me. Ah! What's his name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to bother me. Why can't I think of his name? J.K. Simmons. God damn it. <laughs> Somebody's like screaming at the podcast. <laughs> J.K. Simmons, thank you. I just said it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I was, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he he already has several con he has several movies in his contract. Granted, maybe it might conflict now that he's like back in Spider Man. But I don't know. Like, make him because it also because now you also run into the argument. Talk about uh, swapping now. For the most part, if they introduce a if they introduce a Batgirl, she's got to be black now, right? Cause her father's black. Even if her, even if she's like, even if her mother's white or whatever, she's still half black. Like she's still gonna be black. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, I, I just wanted a comic. Which actor. again goes to redheads. <laughs> redheads being played by black people. Wait, Selena Kyle's a redhead? No, Barbara Gordon. I'm saying if oh, they introduce oh, a Barbara oh, Gordon. Barbara, oh right, Barbara Gordon right. is a redhead. You're right as fuck. I didn't even think about that. No redheads. Yeah, we can't have redheads. Only black people. <laughs> light skin, preferably. Yeah. <laughs> light skin, black people. I, 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 that, that was another thing, because like, fucking uh, Janelle Monet was in the final running, supposedly, to play uh, Selena Kyle. And she's a much better actor than Zoe Kravitz. Dark skin? Yeah, and she's dark skin. Well, that's why. Yeah, yeah. That's, why, that's exactly why. <laughs> it really is. I'm sad, but it's true. I, I just wanted... A comic accurate Batman and Catwoman. I just wanted, you know, we don't, we haven't had that yet. You know, like either it's been that's why I said make her, Lat- make, her, make her Latina or filtered, through, but that's still not comic. I mean, I guess it's yeah. more comic accurate. She, she, yeah, that's. I was right. gonna say Catwoman's Latina. She's and there been, are a lot she's, of really. She's light-skin. been played by she's been played by white people in movies, but Catwoman's Latina. Yeah, her mother's Cuban. But I've also I dated a Peruvian girl that looked straight up white, so like I could even see that. But in my mind, Catwoman's and granted, yes. The very first live-action Catwoman was Eartha Kitt, which is a black woman. Yeah, there's a precedent. Same with Halle Berry. It's ex- it's happened before. Yeah, it's not you know unheard of. Granted, I don't. When people mention Halle Berry, I'm like, but that's not that's not Catwoman. Like she wasn't Selena Kyle. She, she was, was Patience Cat- Phillips. She was still Catwoman. <laughs> like regardless, she of was the... Catwoman in name, but yeah. she wasn't Catwoman. Yeah, like the Batman version of Catwoman. She was an actual cat. <laughs> yeah, she was an actual cat. <laughs> <A> cat mutant. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. We haven't seen it. Tim Burton, it was either through the filter of Tim Burton, it was through the filter of Christopher Nolan. Like, so it was like their versions of Catwoman. But like, I wanted... Like, even uh, Black Canary, she's literally black. Yeah. And that's even worse because she doesn't even look like Black Canary at all. There's no distinguishing fe- like features that make her look like Black Canary. Now, I'm the, like, give her the costume at least. Make her look comic accurate with the costume, but nah, we're going to have everyone else but Harley Quinn look like... like Harley Quinn's going to look accurate, but everyone else is looking just like people on the street. Like why? Just make them look at the character. Like if, if it's not by race, make them make the costume look like them. You know, I can forgive it then. But I don't know. I was like every 
black person I follow was like, oh, are we more excited for Batman now? Yeah, high fives. I'm like, well, oh, no, black saw, person. Like, I, no, I saw a lot of people. <sighs> they're mostly just not fans of Zoe Kravitz. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's the same thing I've, I've talked about in the podcast before where if I'm not – hundred percent. And then also and then also this idea, like even think about raising Dion. Like the idea is like, oh, you go, you oh, you try to be quote unquote representative by going with a black actress, but she's gotta be the lightest skinned black actress ever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like you feel bad because like you want to root for a black person because she at the end of the day she's black. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it's a trend now. It's a trend. Like again, even too much again, even raising Dion or Storm. You cast Storm is not Storm is not biracial, but Halle Berry is biracial. Storm is not biracial, but Ange- Alexandra Ship is biracial. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if this was the first time, if this was like, if if we can go back in time and like this is even before the Michael B. Jordan casting, and this is like the first time we've ever seen like a race bent person like being cast, I'd be like, let's give it a shot. Yeah, I'm down for that. But it's been done so many times now. Yeah. Why can't you make across the board? Catwoman, why can't you make Catwoman? If you want a person of color. Catwoman, like the, make her Asian. Yeah, I like the Asian or the Latina thing better. Just I don't know, and I'm black, so it, so I feel like if I say this, and I've been, I've been. Oh, the, I was gonna say even I've like been debating saying this online. But I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna get so much shit from all directions. Like, but I'm like, <laughs> I've got no home. My, my but home. I'm like, even that. I was like, okay, Afro Latinos exist. Make Spanish her Af- black, make like, her Afro Latina, like Miles Morales. Yeah, like it, like Gina Torres. She's Afro Latina. Do that, like do that. I'm I'm a blurt without a home. I I can't because there are a lot of dark, I've got are, nowhere to go. There are a lot of dark skinned Cubans, yeah. so you can still keep that. Like she still has a Cuban heritage. But like, why is the dark skin important? If if race doesn't matter, why is the dark skin even important? But I'm just saying, like, just the fact that they keep doing that. Why well, don't we mean like light skin, dark skin, like a black person? But I just mean just in general. Like, what you heard that? I don't know. You keep looking, so now I'm scared. No, but I heard so. I was like, was that you? No, I don't know. I was doing this. Uh, maybe that was maybe. you. <laughs> Mike is freaking me out. There's a mouse in this house. <laughs> he's, he's watching me. Because, <laughs> like, it's the first time I've seen, like, I've never. you never seen a mouse? Like, you never seen this before? Is this the first time? In a while. Well, it's been a while. Oh. It's been a while. All right. Yeah. Talking about Catwoman. We've got a mouse yeah, running around. Well, we need Catwoman yeah. right now. <laughs> Catwoman, save us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm it's, with you, It's though. a Disney spy. And <laughs> Unless it's got like a, like a camera in its eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a robot. Like the fucking uh, My Hero Academia quirk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll wait until I see her in, in you know action or whatever, but just the casting itself. And as a black person, I feel like I'm not like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm, I'm the enemy. So I can't. I, I literally had a post ready yesterday to post about this. I didn't post it. I was like, I don't want it. I don't want the fucking bullshit. I don't want the hassle. Anyone made me stop the the person that moderated the. Uh, the it depends on how you word it. But you know, you're still. Regardless. But you know me. You know me, and you know my jokes. So when I make a joke like a meme, the meme is like an exaggerated version of what my opinion is. Then don't make a joke. <laughs> just post it. That's what I do. I like making jokes. I don't like just being like. I, cause then I'm just a news site. I'm just like reporting the news. I don't want to do that either. Because then you also open up the the people going the opposite direct kind of like with black canary so oh now we're gonna instead of now she's nigga canary oh my god see that's what I've, I've, but i've seen that i've seen that too yeah but if i say my thoughts then i'm just like me cosplaying them. just like me cosplaying as vows out oh it's super nigga yeah yeah i know so it's like you make a joke you gotta open the door for that i can't win either way <laughs> i'm gonna be attacked by blurs i'm gonna be attacked by the the alt rights i can't win 
Yeah, because I put uh, somewhere in the middle. I'm I, like, I, ah. When I posted the Zoe Kravitz news, I was like, it should have been Latina. Somebody said, bullshit, it should have been Janelle Monet. There you go. See? I was like, ah, Janelle Monet would have been better, but no, I still stand by it. Should have been a Latina actress. But uh, yeah, since you got to go, I'm going yeah, to n- ignore the rest of this news. But I will talk about this real quick. What's up? Uh, so, Crisis on Infinite Earths supposedly will have Titans appear in a cameo. <laughs> I've heard everybody in the and world not only not only that, <laughs> but Batman eighty nine, the Tim Burton version, is supposed to appear like like they're gonna have his picture up and say, "Oh, this version of Batman went on to marry Selena Kyle or whatever." So he's gonna be confirmed in this universe or whatever, and all his news is just like a lot of people is making them more excited about Crisis. It's making me more nervous because it just seems like they're throwing every fucking thing. In the show to basically garner hype or ratings, but what's, it what's the story? Yeah, well, how is it gonna be executed? I can't. I can literally from all again. Cameos, especially now it sounds like especially a, you open a door, they're all there. Especially <laughs> compound, especially compounded with Michael Rosenbaum's uh, yeah interview. No plan, no money. Yeah, not nah, doesn't bode well. And then, like, every week, something, oh, this person's going to appear, this person's going to appear, this person. Well, no, but what about Barry? What about Arrow? Like, Oliver, like. Like, how's it all going to tie together? How's it all going to tie together? And what, like. I don't know. Got to hope. And after the first episode, the first round of episodes of the CW so far, my hope is very small. <laughs> like the monitor told Barry, I wanted to take away your hope. <laughs> well, it's working, monitor. It's totally working. Yeah, but that's that'll be it. I have more news, but I'm gonna end it. So that's it. All right. Well, that's it for Blur Vision this week. Any movies next week? Uh, Maleficent and Zombieland. Uh, okay. Well, I'll see Zombieland. I'm probably not gonna see Maleficent though. That's racist. That's sexism. Are you gonna see Maleficent? I am. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna see Zombieland too? I am. Okay. Well, then guess what? You can totally carry the review from Maleficent. <laughs> and if you actually watch some CW this week, maybe we'll talk about Black Lightning again. But I won't. I, I don't. Oh, and Jojo Rabbit comes out this week. I want to see that. The Taika Waititi oh, right, movie right, with right. the, yeah, yeah, the friend is Hitler. Hitler. Oh, okay. That's too many movies. I'm not going to see all that. I'll probably see one. So probably Zombieland. You can let me know if you see the other two. And I'm probably going to end up watching at least one more round of CW. I'm going to try and give them one I need more to, chance. I, I'm, I'm at, it's been 10 years. I need to rewatch Zombieland 1. Same. All right. That's this week's episode of Blair Vision. Hope you guys enjoyed it. This has been your host, Jordan, with Michael. And we will see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Well, obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up. Trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. And hide your husband. Because they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess. We're looking for you. We gon' find you. We gon' find you. So you can run and tell that. Run and tell that. Run and tell that. Homeboy. Home, home, homeboy. We got your t-shirt to the left fingerprints and all. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. The man got away leaving behind evidence. I was attacked by some idiot in the pine tank. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so dumb. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, cause they're raping everybody out here.
You don't have to come and confess We're looking for you We gon' find you We gon' find you So you can run and tell that Run and tell that Run and tell that Homeboy, home, home, homeboy Podcast used to be fun. <laughs> when did it become a chore, Michael? When the CW came back on us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, 